drug forces are the same that burn crosses. Some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses. Some of those that work forces are the same that burn crosses. Some of those that work forces draw the same that burn crosses.
his bona fide badass. Hit it, Maestro. Listen up, ass face. Ass, ass face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. Call 775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZ-EZ. Who are you talking to right now? You clearly don't know who you're talking to, so let me clue you in. I am not in danger. I am the danger. I'll find you. Might take me a week. Might take me a month. Might take me years. But one day, maybe 50 years from now, you'll be walking down the street, and when you least expect it, a 115-year-old man will jump out of heaven, jump out of with a two-by-four and cave your stuff. You're goddamn right. Good Monday morning, ass family. Welcome to another fun-filled edition of the Arnie State Show. And boy, oh boy, do I have a lot to fucking say today. Let I, 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 I'm going to try to get through as many good mornings without the football part, and then we'll go back. Hangtown Jen, first one here. Good morning, Hangtown Jen. Hope you had a great weekend. We have to learn about this one now. The Kentucky cheese curd. Kentucky cheese curd. This is a sexual act or game performed in the bedroom when the male gapes the female's asshole and puts multiple cheese puffs in her ass in one single milk dud. Once this is achieved, the male subject then guesses how many cheese puffs she will fart out before the milk dud. If guessed incorrectly, he has to eat all of them. If guessed correctly, she has to eat all of them. See, educational programming here at its finest at ArnieRadio.com. Andrew says, good morning, ass family. How about them Bengals? Go Tigers. Okay, then we got football. Straight Fire says, what does football on? Good Darren says, good morning, ass family. I feel like a kid on the first day of school. Been listening since day one. Haven't listened live in like a year. I fell behind, finally caught back up. Looking forward to today. And he goes into football. Okay. Uh, Battleborn says, uh, good morning. Ask family, uh, how early are we supposed to be here? I said 32 minutes. Scott, good morning to you. Swoosh, good morning. Douglas, good morning, my friend. Uh, yeah, yeah, you got football stuff. That, 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 we'll get to it, I promise. I'm going to cover everything here with this. Uh, oh, looky there. Hey, konnichiwa, bud. What's up? How's it going? Domo arigato. Around here, we speak American. Okay, bud? There you go. Added a little Briscoe Brothers in there. He says, good ass morning. And AIG Japanese word of the day is kawaii so. Translation, sadness. Yeah, there, there was some sadness going on. Uh, but now it, it has turned dude into full-blown full, full blown anger. How Spain says, morning ass. Lots of fucks to give out today. Yes, oh, yes. Warbird, let's see. Uh, hold on, hold on. We'll, we'll get to all the football stuff. Oh, my lucky the one, uh, the only bratty kid is all up in the house. Damn, damn, damn! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, seven times, uh, good morning, Cowboys girl. Uh, angry only in three, two, one. Uh, let's see, uh, Ahoy Sanchez family. Thanks for coming into work today. Some folks will be out on a mental health day. Uh, morning shitters full for the Cowboys. Yes, there we go. Rage today. Uh, Sawyer's dad, good morning. Uh, won't bring up your kicker missed again. Oh, I'll talk about that. Nope, nope, hard fucking pass. Um, all right, all right. 
<clears throat> now, now I want to go back to the Warbirds. Lou, I, I love like a brother, uh, who I hate for this game. I hate this game, and whenever Texas plays Alabama, I can't stand him. And the reason why I can't stand him is because he talks good shit. Hey, I talk good shit. He talks good shit. When one team's win, you got li- to listen. He says, what a glorious, victorious morning. Dallas, that was the last football game of the year for the Cowgirls. Bah-ha-ha-ha-ha-ha. Don't get mad at us. Your team has lost in the divisional round seven times, LOL. Very, very true. Now, now before I go on this rant of probably the millennium, because like I said, I, I've got a lot to say, and this isn't even coming to it. Look, we're going to go sports, and then we're going to go this shooting that happened because I'm mad as shit about something. Of course we're going to talk about Joe Biden and his fucking more lost co- classified papers. We got all that. I promise you. First, let me let me let me let you in on that. I, I I need to be a positive. I I couldn't sleep that well last night because I was so geared up for this show, so geared up for this show. I woke up at four four oh eight this morning, and look, it's nine oh five here. I woke up four hours, five hours ago. I I tried to go back to sleep, but I'm too geared up. So I woke up, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to get some of that magic coconut oil uh, stuff that uh, Hangtown Mike sends me. I'm going to make me some, because maybe maybe that will help me relax a little bit, because coconut oil makes you relax, if you didn't know. Um, and uh, I, I made my batch, and I said, you know what? I, I think I deserve a good breakfast this morning to start the day, because the coconut oil really, really absorbs well when you have lots of good fatty stuff in you. And I had I had a couple of... Man, let me just tell you, my Michelin, I, I think I'm now a four-star Michelin egg chef. I outdid my dad with something that, that the ultimate, and I didn't make this today. You, you get those toaster uh, um, scrambles, those little Pillsbury toaster scrambles, a bacon or sausage, whichever one you prefer, or mixed. I don't care. I, I, I'm not against mixing those things. <laughs> like the, I'm like the Biden cabinet. Come on. Uh and my dad used to always poach eggs and put them on top of that. That's my favorite breakfast in the absolute world. Even more so than my grandma's pancakes and her egg on toast. That one right there. And it's always been missing a little something. So, yeah, it's Saturday I did this. And, and, and by the way, I'm retiring from soft-boiled eggs because peeling them sucks dick. Um, but anyway, I, I, I should have done it with poached eggs, and I kind of did it today. But you take the, the toaster scramble, and then the secret new ingredient is a hash brown. Because there ain't no hash browns in there, right? And then your egg, okay, and then you, you, you eat it all together. It's great, right? And you have a piece of toast. Now, this is where the compliment comes in. If you ever want to compliment a southern cook, you take that bread that you got left, and you clean that damn bowl with the bread and you eat the bread. That is about the biggest compliment, and I did it all. I did it Saturday, Sunday, and today. Whoo! So there you go. There, there, there's your nice <clears throat> start to the day, your positive start. Now let's talk about the shitbirds known as the Dallas Cowboys. I, I, I don't know where to start. I, you know what? Uh, let, let, let's see. Let's see what some of y'all wrote here. 
Uh, Gold says, uh, morning, ass family, and good morning. Get it? Morning, like I'm mourning a death. Uh, Arnie, I was prepared to talk a lot of shit because I know you would uh, be as if the Cowboys weren't. You're goddamn right. But I can't because Dallas defense showed up and balled out. Hats off to the defense. They were every bit as physical as my Niners and played their asses off. I know losing sucks, but I got to give them some respect, even though it makes me sick to say it. Now, that, that's nice, and I've heard that sentiment a lot about how the Cowboys' defense balled out. Okay, but that, let, me, let me read these other responses. Uh, the Cowboys lost that game in a way only they could. Dak sucks. Zeke sucks. Lamb is good. The rest of the receivers suck. And they have a good defense. Defense kept it close. Their offense shit the bed. Okay, I can agree with all that. Let's see what else is being said. Uh, Dak had to blow it last night. I, now I have to deal with the insufferable Niner fans. Oh, they are. They are the worst. And, and you know what? I'm going to tell you, Cowboy fans, why you motherfuckers piss me off, too. But we'll get to all that, I promise. Uh, let's see. Uh, fuck Dak, the black cousins. Fuck Jerry Jones and his old stubborn ass. Fuck that mouth breather, Kalen Moore. And fuck Mike McCarthy and his stupid face. Okay? That's a lot of fucks. Uh, huh. Let's see. Thanks for coming to work. I saw that one. Uh, good morning. No cousins. That's shocking. Um... Let's see. Oh, by the way, by the way, just to let everybody know, um, everybody's asked me, and I'm going to tell you, uh, and we we uh, we did part of it yesterday. The Mikey podcast will be out today. I'm on this Mikey podcast, and this is the podcast he talks about everything that happened to him, and it's a very, very interesting podcast. Check it out today. Uh, let's see. Uh Pollard stays healthy, they probably win. That's the only guy who I'm letting off the hook, Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard had a broken leg. He broke his leg. His goddamn leg got broke. Uh, let's see. Buenos Dias Familia is a Niner fan in front of Arnie. I have a sorry, not sorry disposition. No, hey, you should be happy your team won. Uh, Grandpa Arnie will take a nap with Roscoe later today probably. Uh, I'm not a grandpa, though. Just don't refer to the magic coconut oil from Hangtown Mike as being from Magic Mike. No. Salty Arnie is in the house. Love it. Mike McCarthy had a year to come up with a spicy play. Oh, that. Uh, not quite. Oh, oh well, uh, straight fire. I promise you, here he comes. So to everybody that says the defense played great, the defense played spectacular, I got a question for you. Have you not heard of George Kittle? Why was George Kittle open every single fucking time? You've got a rookie quarterback playing in a divisional playoff game. The kid's had a scrambled. And the one guy he knows he can go to all the time is wide open. How about, I don't know, putting a defensive fucking back on him? <sighs> the rest of the defense, defensive line played great. Mika Parsons played great. Vander Squash or whatever his fucking name is played all right. The defense, I give a B plus maybe two. 
but you see, the problem is, is that they, they're, they're, oh, there's the George Kittle thing. Number 85, he's pretty fucking huge. He's probably the best next to Kelsey at KC tight end in the league. I don't know. Maybe cover him. I, I just, I, I, uh. And Diggs. Last year, he led the league in interceptions. And there was one gift wrapped to it. I, I mean, it was just handed right to him. It was tipped. It hit him in the numbers. It hit him in the forehands. And it hit him in the hands. And blah, 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 blah. Fucking dropped it. That Parsons fella could have maybe stopped Kittle. You, you need a cornerback on him. You got to cover him like a receiver. He ain't fa- he ain't that fast, but he he's got hands. That fucking magical catch he made off his fucking helmet. As soon as he made that, I was like, Jesus, the fucking the is God against the Cowboys today? And it was yes. Diggs went for that massive hit on him. Don't go for the hit. Go for the ball, dummy. So you know, defense gets a B, not a B plus. Dak Prescott. I don't know if I have ever seen a more overhyped quarterback in my entire life. And by the way, by the way, I, I, I want I want to keep my track record straight on this. Y'all that listen to me. From way back when I was on another morning show, when I said on the air that Tony Romo would never, mm -mm, never win a Super Bowl. Oh, you're crazy. You're wrong, Arnie. Well, I've been waiting a while for this one. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. Yes! Everyone can eat shit! A big bag of shit! <laughs> I'm the greatest man in the world! I don't want to say I told you so. I don't want to blow our own horn, but toot, toot! Say my name. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I was right. I have a little knowledge about the NFL. I grew up watching the NFL closely, paying attention to things. Dak Prescott. I don't want to call him overrated because he should have never been rated that high. Dak Prescott is an overachiever who played for, I and, and y'all want to remake this any way you want to, he was from a second-tier SEC school at, at best. At best. He played at Mississippi State. Never came close to winning the SEC. He had one good season there. Now, you see, I, I'm starting to wrap up this DNA and looking at it and doing all this kind of stuff. And, 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 and... <sighs> 
I don't know when it happened. It happened after his first season, and and this is the thing about quarterbacks is is their second season is the most important season they have in their entire career because nobody has tape on them in that first season. You remember when when Patrick McCom- Mahomes, after like his second year, they won the Super Bowl, and oh, this kid's gonna win fucking fifty eight Super Bowls now in a row. Yeah. They haven't won one since, have they? Now, they're in good shape this year. Now, I'm not trying to take away from them, but when they got tape on him, guess what? Fallible. And and I have a, 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 a big thing of why this has happened. So you got Dak Prescott, Captain Shitbag, Captain Scumsucker, Captain who says, oh, there's no excuses for... Uh, for, for what happened, I, I if I had the answers, then we would have won tonight. You had the answers. Don't throw to the other fucking team. I, I think that is question number one. Who do I throw to? Well, the answer, Dak, would be don't throw to the other team. And you did it twice. Now you can say, well, it bounced off this guy into that. Okay. You had, you had one, though, that was dropped. That was a pick six. You're lucky that guy dropped that one. You're the highest paid quarterback in the NFL, and you led the league in interceptions. And you only played in 10 games. You got beat. And isn't it funny? Isn't it... it I find this to be so funny about our system today. Remember a couple years ago in the NFL? You you hardcore NFL fans, you'll remember this. They wanted to get rid of the term Mr. Irrelevant. Mr. Irrelevant, that makes the young person feel bad, like they don't matter. Most of them never, ever did matter. Isn't it odd that when a white guy... (laughs) is the last pick, and we all of a sudden start calling him Mr. Irrelevant again. Now, look, this kid is no superhero. But I will tell you, the DNA where you look down, where I talked about Dak Prescott being at a second-tier school in the SEC and not really doing a lot, Brock Purdy, was at the shit bottom of the Big 12. He was a quarterback at Iowa State. Four years, he turned that shit Brown program into one of the top programs in the Big 12. They they beat my beloved Longhorns like a fucking rented mule. So you know what that says to me about Brock Purdy? He's a winner. Now, do I do I think that he's going to last the the the, the long haul in the NFL? I I don't know, but I tell you what, his resume is strong. I think if they don't give this kid a chance, I think they're idiots. He's proven to be the best rookie quarterback that anybody's seen in a long, long time. 
Look, when 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 Carapolo went down, United fans were all, or when Trey, whatever his name, went down, you were all in the dumps. And then, oh, Jimmy G comes in, wins the game, and then shits the bed. You're all in the dumps. And then Brock Purdy comes in. Now, look, look, this is why I don't like Niner fans is because a lot of them are not true blue Niner fans. And that's what gives Niner fans a bad name. Now, what gives Cowboy fans a bad name is that they like to call each other out when we call out the team. You can't say that. You're not a real fan. You got to stick by the Cowboys. Dak Prescott's going to win 30 championships for us. No, he's not. He's never going to win one. There it is right there. I said it. I said, I said it. Hold on a second. Let me get the right thing here. Uh, I said it. I said, I said it. Damn right. Dak Prescott will never, ever, 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 ever win a Super Bowl unless he's a backup. I said it. I said, I said it. And the reason being is he's not a winner. I'm going to tell you who the steal of this year's draft is going to be. And a lot of people are going to go, you're crazy. You're crazy because he's too old. He's a 29-year-old senior. He's a 29-year-old senior at Georgia that never lost a game. You know what that says to me? That Stetson Bennett is a winner. Winner. Dak and Zeke both fleeced Jerry for so much money, it's hilarious. Yeah. Oh, oh, I will get to that young man next. I, I, I'm still not done with Dak. Dak is a good guy. I'm not going to say he's a bad person. I've never met him. He seems like, you know, an okay guy. If he was across the mall from me, I would yell, Dak, you suck. I'd still be a cow. And by the way, I'm still a Cowboys fan. See, the bad Cowboys fans are these ones that look at the team and they know that they suck, and they go, yep, we're going to Super Bowl this year. I looked at this team this year, and I said, they're going to be really, really good. Still ain't going to win the Super Bowl because Dak's on the team. Oh, Douglas, not here in Dallas. You cannot, uh, no. And this is the thing that Tommy and I get into it with our other friends for. Because Dak is not the problem with the Cowboys. He's just, he's the mouthpiece. He's the, he's the showpiece that we see. He's kind of a, I don't want to call him a pawn in, 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 if football was a chess game. I wouldn't call him a pawn, maybe a rook, maybe a knight. A knight. Oh, I, I think he's better as the knight. I like that one. Um. Because, yeah, on the field, he wins and loses games. Yeah, sure, okay. But something happened last night. And and I'm not going to get to that yet. Hold on. I got to talk about Zeke. Rain, you mean rain. Oh, that's right. Rain is Dak's actual name. History is against Purdy, though. I read an article today how rookie quarterbacks and conference championships are on four. We'll see. Hey. Hey, I, I look here. I, I'm going to tell you this right now. You've never been, seen a bigger Cincinnati fan. I think the Niners are going to roll through the Eagles. I'm not. The Eagles are good. They're, they're good. But watching the Niners are a class organization. 
and they, they're pushing this kid to the win. I, I, I can't say anything bad about the Niners. They, they played a class game last night. Their defense was solid as I knew it was going to be, and their offense, they didn't let Purdy make mistakes. That's how you win. By the way, and hey, hey, all you Niner fans, I just want you to remember one thing and one thing only. When you're celebrating and you're winning a championship and you hold up that trophy, the first song I want you to think of, especially when they hand it to your head coach. I guess what they say, the motto of the university is true. What starts here changes the world. There you go. You are welcome, 49ers. Cowgirl fans hate Philly, so now you can root for the Niners. Oh, I believe, believe me, I would rather, I don't want to. Philadelphia is the embarrassment of the NFC East. Every team in the NFC East has won at least two championships, except, ex, Senator, Senator, can you please wake up? Uh. I mean, come on. The Eagles are so much better than the Eagles. And if I can keep them down in the dumps and not even playing for it, okay, that's great. The Niners, they have five Super Bowls. Cowboys have five. Pittsburgh, New England both have six. I don't want to be the last team in the six club. So I will be rooting for Cincinnati and and, and my man, Joe Biden, and, and he's – their quarterback's interesting, and we're going to talk about all this here, and I'm going to loop it all together. I, I probably won't take a break today because I'm so fired up. Oh, look at there. Alicia is all up in the house. I took a dump at work. I pooped on the company line. I took a dump at work. I do it all the time. The boss man takes my freedom and creativity. The least he can do is well. go. Uh, sorry about your Cowboys, Arnie. I'm rooting for the Bengals now. Cowboys girl says. All right. So, so Zeke Elliott last night had such an opportunity. Opportunities like this don't happen to human beings. Okay. Tony Pollard, the class running back that we had, broke his leg last night. Kind of a shitty tackle, but whatever. Um, broke his leg. He was out. From that moment on, I knew we were in trouble. Because Ezekiel Elliott, who was at one time the highest paid running back in the league. Let me say that again. The highest paid running back in the league. For what? I don't fucking know. That he, he tried to spoon fake food to himself as feed me, feed me. He hasn't done dick since his rookie year except sign a gigantic fucking contract extension. Well, guess what? 
His contract is up again. Last night, he had this golden opportunity. Tony Pollard was out. Hand the ball to Zeke, man, the Zeke of old, that Zeke of his rookie and second year. And what did Zeke do? Hmm? What did he do? He pooped in the bed. You know I don't speak Spanish. I, I understand that, but he shit the bed. Uh, he he didn't run with any kind of passion or any kind of flame. He he didn't do anything. And and he had this opportunity. That, now Jerry Jones is a senile old fuck, and we'll get to him here in just a minute. But how do you offer this guy any more money? This guy's quit on your team. And I, I realize, well, it's not all Zeke's fault, even though Zeke sucks and I want him gone. He should be playing in the USFL. Hell, Dak, you should be in the USFL as well. There was a play at the end of the game, though, last night that really, really fucking irked me. It was a pass play to a tight end. Their tight end's not too bad player, but, I mean, he's no George Kittle or fucking Travis Kelsey. Those two guys are in a world of their own. You know, George Kittle there, Cowboys, the, the guy you didn't cover at all last night? Tight end caught the ball, stepped out of bounds. It would have been... Still a Hail Mary throw, but a little bit more manageable Hail Mary throw. The problem is, is that he kind of stopped concentrating on the game, figuring, well, it's over. And only had one foot in bounds. Glad you brought up that because I remember earlier this week at Dallas radio station wishing an injury from McCafferty. Said it on the air. And look what happened to their running back. See what happens when you ask for shit like that. I hope Pollard gets held uh, that quick. Uh, healthy uh, kid is good. Probably just as much as your coach's fault. Oh, uh, uh, da, 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 da. so they ruled an incomplete pass, and I'm sitting there going, okay. Now, I want to blame this on the modern athlete. Because the modern athlete, the, you look at today's modern athlete, guys aren't built like the quarterback from Cincinnati, Joe, Joe Burrows. Joe Burrows is a winner. And by the way, he's never leaving Cincinnati. He's an Ohio guy. Never leaving there. Anybody have fucking visions of grandeur trying to lure him away? You're, you ain't going to get it because he's home and they love him. That motherfucker could almost fucking run a school bus off the road while fucking high on meth and Jack Daniels. And you know what? They're going to say, go ahead, Joe. Who dat? He has revived Cincinnati football. He's a winner. Won in college, won the Heisman Trophy. Took him two years, but he took his team to the Super Bowl. <clears throat> He's a winner. But there aren't many guys like that anymore. 
Now, I know I brought this up on the show before, and I'm going to bring it up again. And it's interesting because uh, Hangtown Mike, he and I have a lot of uh, text messages back and forth about baseball. And uh, I, I love talking to him. He, he's a baseball savant. <coughs> I'm choking on something. I mean, and, and he knows shit. And, and, and look, I, I've got a little thing here that, that I hope he's listening right now. Did you know this? Did you know that the New York Yankees send flowers to every single line of duty death funeral for law enforcement across the entire country? You do now. How cool is that? How cool Did you is know that? The new- no, all right. We already figured that out. I didn't know that. But my, my, Mike gives me all these cool things and all these stats, and we talk about baseball. And I love talking to baseball but to him because he, he knows more than I do. Now, I'm pretty knowledgeable about the game, but I love talking to people who know more than I do because it teaches me something. And then it teaches me so I can use that to throw it in somebody else's face. Because let's let's be serious here. The only reason to learn is so you can throw shit in people's face. Now, Mike doesn't do that with me, but I would do that with other people. I hope you're laughing. Um, and we're talking back and forth about today's game and today's baseball and these millionaires that couldn't have fucking been been a bullpen catcher for most teams that we grew up with. You know, when baseball was a man's game, when baseball was the hardest game to play, you had to hit this fucking small ball that's coming at you, and you didn't have a, 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 a suit of armor on at bat. You went up there, and if you talk shit, guess what? You were going to get dropped. We don't play that game anymore. If you were turning a double play and you were the, the shortstop, you got eaten. Can't do that anymore. And if you were a, and this one hurts me the most, if you were a catcher and that ball is coming in and there's a player coming in. Welcome to big leagues, Hayseed. Next time they'll stand on the tracks and the train's coming through. But we don't play that game. Because everything's been cleaned up and niceified and friendlyfied. And you know what? That's gone and done. Uh, straight fire, I will list, I will look for you and uh, l- give me a few minutes on the How to Listen to the Mikey podcast. But today's players are all judged on all these weird analytics and all these weird statistics that they keep now. You only need to keep, if you're, you're a player in the field, Batting average or home run is your RBI. That's all I'm looking at. For pitchers, I still don't know what the whip is, and I don't want to know. Strikeouts, wins, and fuck, I I don't know. Uh, Strikeouts and wins. Oh, ERA. Strikeouts, wins, ERA for a pitcher. That's all I need. But see, everybody bought into that bullshit lie that was the Moneyball movie. Which, by the way, Moneyball still, by the way, to this day, has not worked. And I, I don't want to go through the whole time. I, you know what? When I don't want to go through the whole I told you so, I'm just going to say. Say my name. There you go. Now you know what I did. Today's players are soft. Today's players are weak. 
But everybody holds him up on such a pedestal. And they fit the, look, 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 Bryce Harper. Bryce Harper's a bag of shit. You want to talk about how great a hitter he is, how great a player he is? He's a bag of shit. He could, he would not have lasted. In Philadelphia, he would not have been able to be on the same team that Lenny Dykstra was on, Dar- Darren Dalt was on, and John Cruck was on. They would eat him for lunch. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow, and if you're a paid member on, oh, okay, uh, let's see. Donald says the Mikey podcast is available on Apple Podcast. All right, cool. Um, I don't understand war. What is that? I, I don't either, and I don't want to know. Good morning, Sassy Pammy. Congratulations to your Niners. Uh, tomorrow, and if you're a paid member on his website directly. All right, cool. There you go. Yeah, there's no pictures like Bob Gibson, Nolan Ryan anymore. Well, they can't. I, I think there are plenty of pictures out there that could do that. They, there's guys that throw in the upper and mid-90s, but they don't throw inside because that's not being taught anymore. It's a cleaned-up version of a game. Why? Because it's a game, and this is what the upper elite who have done this to you are telling you. It's just a game. It doesn't matter. It matters to me. I mean, I'm an old, crickety, crotchety, 51-year-old man. And that shit matters to me. But the upper class, inside, it's just a game. It doesn't matter. And you see, it started a long time ago. And I had this epiphany the night of the Super Bowl where Tom Brady, who they thought that was the last year of his fucking career, led a 20, what, six-point comeback in the second half of the Super Bowl to win the Super Bowl? And a lot of people say that, that he's the greatest, and, and you look at rings, if you have to base it on rings. I'm tired of basing it on rings. I'll tell you who the greatest in every sport is right here, right now. The greatest football player to ever play is one of two men. And I'll argue this until the day I die. Jim Brown or Deion Sanders. Either one of those guys. You want to go with either one of those guys? Great. Greatest baseball player to ever live. You have to go with Babe Ruth. Mickey Mantle's up there. You got Gehrig up there. You got all these wonderful people up there. And if you want to talk about your lifetime, my lifetime... Ken Griffey Jr. is the greatest player I ever saw play. Basketball, Michael Jordan. That's not even a fucking debate. The boxer, you can debate. Muhammad Ali, Floyd Mayweather. I don't think that's really a debate. Mike Tyson. Stinkfist says Jerry Rice, not a bad choice. Greatest golfer to ever live. People say Jack Nicklaus, and I say fooey on that. Well, you're going to say your namesake, Arnold Palmer. No, I'm not. Greatest golfer to ever live is Ben Hogan. Ben Hogan, by far. Look up his stats. Oh, and the story about how he saved his wife's life when he when he jumped in front of her in a head-on collision with a bus. Yeah, I, I, I know. I, I know the story very well. Oh, then he went out and won three major championships in the same year. And only didn't win the PGA because he was fucking begged to play the British Open and they didn't have fucking plane rides back then. There you go. 
<laughs> Alto Jr. says, sorry, I tuned in late. Hello, torture, my old friend. Uh, greatest cowboy of all time, Danny White. Help the cat. Yeah. Oh, fucking Danny White. Um, all right. So <clears throat> it goes back. This tight end who only stepped with one foot in bounds and out of bounds. It proved to me that today's modern athlete, they're, they're, the league is overrun with these guys who don't know how to win because they were never taught to win because they all got participation trophies. Now, I'm not going to go on my usual long-ass rant about participation trophies and how fucking useless, and I would break my sons if he ever brought them home. Roscoe, if you ever get a fucking one, I will break that shit. Participation trophies are the death of everything. Yeah, look, look I, I would, I would par- participation trophies um, up there with things like the Holocaust. Yes, you can quote me on that. Because it has destroyed an entire generation of teaching kids how important it is to win. The most important lessons you learn is from losing. But you also learn so much from winning. You learn how to do it. You learn what it takes to do it. But when a kid who's a little kid who's impressionable... He gets a trophy, and, and the team sucked, and he maybe only played one play, and he got fucking hit in the nutsack with the ball, or I don't know. And he gets a trophy. Oh, my gosh. I didn't even have to do anything, and people are giving me awards. And it continues. And those guys, they don't make it on the high school teams because then you don't have the quite the participation, but we'll, they, they still ruin that. And these are the kids who come up with all the stat games and all the numbers, and they want to make it to where it's their little game now with the war and the whip and all this kind of shit. I'm not down with that. I'm down for smash mouth, hard, fucking rough football. And if you don't like it, don't watch. I'm getting to the point where I don't watch the NFL if the Cowboys aren't playing. I was in and out of all the other playoff games. I, I didn't even know who won Kansas City's game to the next day. Didn't really care. Because I don't care about the product anymore. Because they, 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 they've homogenized it way too much. But is that the problem with the Dallas Cowboys, which is my original rant? Well, here's the problem with the Dallas Cowboys is Mike McCarthy. He's supposed to coach that kid. Mike McCarthy, who then allowed that last-second play where Ezekiel Elliott was the center. I mean, it was a a bunch of moose-fucking footballs. I'm sitting there going, wait a second, what's going on here? And then Dak drops back. Nobody's blocking. The entire offensive line is at a, a, a obviously a, a make-your-own-hoagie station right there. And he throws the ball. I, I think it was, was CeeDee Lamb. Who, oh, no, no. It was the, uh, the kick returner. Who, by the way, is one of the, fa- he's the fastest guy on the Cowboys. How is he not a slot receiver? Can he not catch? Once again, there you go, Mike McCarthy. Why is this guy not in the slot? He's faster than everybody on the field. 
I know I'm not the only one that sees that. Mike McCarthy doesn't, though. Mike McCarthy knows what kind of quarterback it takes to win a Super Bowl, and he's lying to himself. He's lying to the city of Dallas. He's lying to all the fans out there that says Dak Prescott is a Super Bowl quarterback. Um, no, he's not. No, no, he's not. Why wasn't the punt team ready to run in? Because of the coaching staff failures. I'll keep Dan Quinn. Uh, I like him as defensive coordinator. Hell, he could be our next coach, but who knows? Um, Kellen Moore, the most testicle-less play caller I've ever seen in my entire life. You are in the NFC Division Championship game, and a play that worked twice in the game was Dak Prescott taking it around the side, running the ball. You can try to protect Dak as much as you want. Dak doesn't know how to protect Dak when he stands in the pocket for 58 minutes. Hell, he almost took a safety at the end of the game. He's lucky he's so goddamn big. That guy from the Niners who hit him in the end zone, they should fine him $100,000 for not drilling Dak into the fucking ground, causing a safety. What are my thoughts on Kellen Moore now? I've never liked Kellen Moore. Kellen Moore is a biatch. Kellen Moore was celebrated as the winningest college football quarterback in the NCAA history. A title he took away from someone that's near and dear to my heart. That's Colt McCoy. He has one more win than Colt McCoy. And he played in the Mountain West. Sorry, Nevada fans. I apologize. But playing in the Big 12 is a little bit different than playing in the Mountain West. Uh, I've told my son what a football coach does and how uh, much clock management and math are involved in at least five minutes of a game. So he can understand that as a life lesson. It's amazing watching head coaches diarrhea spray shit the bed fucking up clock management. Oh. It really is. I mean, you, you, I can sit there and I can judge the game. What was it, a couple weeks ago when, when San Diego blew their big 27-point lead? They were down by 21 at the time or, or 20 at the time since they won by one. And I said to myself, I said, if they score before the fourth quarter starts, they're winning this game. They scored. And guess what? They went on to win the game. This is exactly my problem with being a coach today and a father. Sorry, a week ago, went to a wrestling tournament, and since he didn't want to be there, gave up and shit the bed. I, as a coach, know he could have done better, and I, as a dad, was pissed. But my mom uh, said I had to be supportive, so now he won't embarrass himself anymore because I can't yell at his lazy ass anymore because it'll hurt his feelings. Kids need their feelings hurt. You're goddamn right. Fuck your feelings. When did it change? 
When did it change? I, 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 I promise you, I'm going to get back to this fucking horseshit team because there's still one more person I got to shit on this morning. I played to win. Losing was not an option in my head. If it happened, I was fucking devastated. I was wrecked. And when I won, I wanted to win more. And you can say that's unhealthy. I say you're a fucking loser then. And you don't have to win the Super Bowl to be a win. You win at different things you set up for in your own head sometimes. As long as you win. You can't, it look, and, and by the way, I'm not going to say that losing isn't an option. Well, that would be stupid because it's a fucking major option. It's the only other option there is if you don't win. And I know you can get second place and third place and fourth place. Loser, 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 loser. And let me say this to all the moms out there who are listening and probably crying. It's okay to lose, but you better learn from it. Because once one loss turns into another loss and you don't learn from it, you know what you become? That's right, a loser. Um, but does he want to wrestle or do you want him to? Roughing the passer call has to go unless extremely blatant. They are trash. All the penalties in the NFL today are trash. I, and somebody explained it to me last night on, on Facebook because I was very active on social media last night watching that game. Um, what the fuck? It, it, holding on the defense on a run play. That's about the dumbest goddamn shit I've ever heard of. If you're going to call holding on the defense on a running play, then you better call targeting on the running back when he drops his head. Oh, that's right. You won't do that because you're a crooked league. Your league has no um, integrity anymore. If you're not first, you're last, yeah. Here's one other spot of the coaching that I will talk about before I get to the last culprit in the demise of my my Dallas Cowboys. The other failure on Mike McCarthy's part was not firing the fucking kicker. Look, man. Hey. Hey, buddy. Appreciate it. Appreciate all you did for us this season. It was great. You, you, if it weren't for you, we wouldn't be here. But, brother, you lost it. And and I know that he made a, a, a field goal last night and maybe made an extra point, I think, uh, but, but he did miss one. Or, no, he missed his extra point and made the field goal. I don't know. I, I don't even remember what he did. I, I just know this, that his first kick that he kicked, and even the Niners were fucking with him before the game. So his dad is a parent of wrestlers, I can say. I've said, you lost because that kid wanted it more. No excuses. Uh, he pushed harder than you did. He earned that win. Uh, you gave it away. It hurts to hear the truth, but it's part of the growth and personal responsibility. I say bravo to you. Amen to that. 
0 for 7 on the kicks isn't the yips anymore, no? Losing is pointless without learning. He wants to wrestle as long as it works towards his football. He needs to wrestle because he sits on his ass watching the screen. It has to come a time parents need to make kids do some things that they may not want to do and take away their choice. But Arnie, if they call targeting on the play, they have to call it on every play as they tackle his targeting. You can't, I look, I, like, I get it. I get it. I, I understand. Look, it's a stupid rule. But the kicker should have been gone. Why? Uh, as soon as the, I saw what they were doing to him in the pregame, that they were clowning him, that the players from the Niners came over and wouldn't let him fucking kick and they were making fun of him. Why? Well, they're in his fucking dome. You know, I, I mean, they live rent-free in his kitchen. And sure enough, comes out in the first kick, and, and the narrative of, and by the way, the, the, the announcers of that game, those guys suck moose cock. They are horrendous. When you miss fucking field goal after or extra point after you miss four in one game, you made the last one, thank God. You come out and you fucking get the first one blocked. But those guys on Fox, they wanted to make sure you knew uh, it wasn't going to be good anyway. Every he's he he said that four times during the game when they brought up that kick. Uh, it wasn't going to be good anyway. Now, you don't know if it was going to be good. It didn't look like it was starting out good. It could have hit the crossbar and bounced through. (laughs) They need Gus the kicking mule. Fucking that'd be awesome. But as a head coach, you can't have that guy on your team because then once he misses, nobody has faith in him. He's a kicker. All this bullshit love and support you see for kickers, it's a lie. Kickers are not liked in the NFL. Unless you've been there, like, and your name is Vinatieri. Or Barr. Or now McAfee. Even though it, when uh, he, he laid the wood to people, though, as a punter. But he's the kick. He should have been gone. That, that shouldn't have been even one thought. But mommies don't want their little boys to cry. Sawyer's mom couldn't understand why kids walked off the mat crying. I explained to her it's hard and they want it. You're right, Sawyer didn't want it and showed that. I'm not wasting money or effort this year on his wrestling. He will practice every practice, though. I didn't want my daughter to play softball because I played soccer and she's really good at it, but she chose to play softball over soccer. She excelled even more. Um, and that comes down to the head coach. The head coach should have made that decision and said, hey, sorry, pal, you got to go. You're, you're killing the juju of this team. But that didn't happen because, well, you got to be a nice guy. I'm surprised they didn't say, oh, it was just the holidays. We couldn't let him go. Morton Anderson was liked and good. Okay, yeah, Morton Anderson, Ray Guy. I, 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 there are a lot of kickers that were liked, but a majority of kickers are hated. I'm not a fan of the announcers either. Unfortunately, we're going to get used to them. They're on Fox. How, yeah. 
Thank God was never a fan of the middle of the screen scoreboard in the comic book stylings for the players. This is Fox's number one broadcast team since Joe Buck and Troy Aikman left for ESPN. I don't know how Daryl Johnson is the number two team. The, the, the old tight end that's in that booth now, that guy is terrible. Greg Olson and his partner is a donkey. I mean, honestly, when I hear those guys and I hear today's radio, and, and I think to myself, why are they so bad at it? Because... Do you know how easy this is for me? Do you have any fucking idea how easy this is? This is a fucking joke. And I'm sorry you can't do this. I really am, because I wouldn't have to fucking sit here and watch you fumble around and fuck it up. No shit about the pretend love for the kicker. He nails the game-winning field goal and put it on their shoulders and parade it around. And in the locker room, he's sweeping up jock straps. I saw a great video this weekend of a game uh, in Candlestick, and I think it was a regular season game, or it might have been an early playoff game. It's one where the Cowboys actually won because we used to own the Niners. Just remember that, Niners fans. We've owned you. You've had you you've had a, a nice few here or there. You're you're starting to catch up. Um, but the kicker for the Cowboys missed, and Larry Allen, who everybody says Larry Allen was the baddest motherfucker to ever play in the NFL. Larry Allen, our right guard, he went back there and he pushed the fucking kicker's helmet off his head. He he did it because they wanted he missed the kick and it wasn't. I guess they said it wasn't the kicker's fault. That didn't bother fucking. It didn't matter to Larry Allen. Larry Allen literally pushed him by the face mask and his helmet flew off. You know why? Because Larry Allen was a winner. Now, I'm going to wrap all this Cowboys hatred up in one big fucking bow here and say the ultimate responsibility of the Dallas Cowboys is by... Hi, everybody. It's me, Jerry Jones. Jerry, Jerry Jones has continued to be a buffoon, a jackass, a donkey, because he he thinks he's smarter than the game. It's been 27 years since we won a division game. And that was by luck. The Dallas Cowboys had such an amazing run under Jimmy Johnson. Two Super Bowls in a row, and then, and then Jerry Jones decided, well, I'm smarter than him. I can just run this team. And hires fucking cousin fucker himself, Barry Switzer, to run the Cowboys. And sure enough, the Cowboys, who were poised to win another Super Bowl, and no team has ever won three in a row. I was at the NFC Championship game. Cowboys were down 21 to nothing in the first 10 minutes of the game. Ernie Sampezi was the offensive coordinator for the Cowboys, and I was screaming. I was drunk as shit, too. But I was at that game at Candlestick. The Cowboys came back. And if that Cowboys team had the leadership they had before, They'd have won that game. 
And then they won the next year's Super Bowl. The Cowboys would have won four Super Bowls. They won three Super Bowls in four years, which has still not been done. And why did that happen? Jerry Jones. Why did things like Quincy Carter happen? Jerry Jones. I mean, Tony Romo, 14-2 one year. Second round of the playoffs division game because we were we had the best uh, best record in the NFC the year that the that Tom Brady had the undefeated season and Giants beat him. Well, guess who beat us? Giants beat us in the first round of the playoffs because Tony Romo sucks. And now we have Dak, and Dak said Jerry's like, "Oh no, nothing's gonna change. Hey, we're all gonna da 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 do da 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 bullshit. Get a winner." Now I understand Quincy was with Parcells, but Jerry Jones still owned the team. Jerry Jones has shit the bed for a few years now. Yeah, I'll say about twenty-seven of them. He kind of is the new Al Davis without being as smart as Al Davis. And Al Davis wasn't as smart as Al Davis thought he was. But he was a smart guy. Um, If major changes don't happen, look, I'm still going to, and this is the thing, I'm still going to be a Cowboys fan. But if they bring back Dak and Mike McCarthy's the team next year, I'll, I'll be honest with you, I don't see them having any kind of Super Bowl run. I mean, oh, by the way, let's go back to one other thing. You want to you know, you know how this team wasn't any good this year? I'm going to tell you this right now. Because they let Amari Cooper go. CeeDee Lamb was not ready to be a number one receiver yet. This year he, he turned into it, and I, I'll give him respect. He played a, a good game last night, but he has he's had too many drops this year for me to say he's an A-plus receiver that deserves to wear number 88. Because he doesn't. See, 88's for winners. Kind of like Sprinkles. Sprinkles is for winners, Dak. Is that why you've never had Sprinkles? I was so fucking pissed last night. I was so mad at that game. Just because Dak fucked it up. And I'm sitting there going, why am I upset? Why am I so pissed off? It's because that's the fan in me. They get me so worked up, and I'm like, okay, maybe, and then fucking Lucy and pulls the football under my foot. Is it me, or do the voice of Jerry Jones, Satana, and Ross Perot sound usually similar? Yeah, they they are all one one big happy inbred family. You see, uh, 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 see, I got this thing over here. I'm H. Ross Perot, see? Um. <laughs> Two words, Mel Blanc. Thank you. That is a great, great compliment if you really meant it. Um, All right. Now, I'm just going to keep going because, like I said, I got a lot to talk about today. I want to talk about this shooting that happened um, at um, at a, a ballroom dance studio in Monterey Park, California. Ten people were gunned down. An active manhunt was, was was underway for the person they were looking for. 
I guess they found him and now he's dead. Asian fellow by the name of Who Can Tran. Anybody can tran. Come on, who? Uh, even if Jerry fired Stephen, uh, fired Stephen Jones, it's just a mini me of Jerry. Look, look, this is what has to happen. Jerry has to understand, and Stephen too, that they're the owner of the Dallas Cowboys, and they can work hand in hand with the general manager who's out there scouting all these players who actually has football knowledge. Like, football knowledge of actually coaching or being in the game. Not just because you're Stephen Jones and you've been a part owner since you were 14 years old. No. No, 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 no. And until there's a general manager in place, Dallas Cowboys will go 27 more years without a divisional playoff win. And it will, and look, it sucks. I talk a lot of shit for the Cowboys. I love my team. A lot of times I don't even talk shit. People just come after me because of all the shit that I've talked. I'm a joker. I'm a smoker. I'm a playoff choker. Thank you, Warbird. Now... I tried to cheer myself up this morning, and, and the only thing that made me chuckle was this. What type of race is the Tour de France? French. <laughs> <laughs> what type of race is the Tour de France? French. <laughs> that made me laugh this morning. That made me laugh a lot. But it still wasn't enough because of the stupidity of mankind that happens in our world. <sighs> uh, they're not uh, let him run the show. They'd just be a puppet, right? Well, maybe, but maybe the puppet would, could get some work done. I don't know. Look, Jerry Jones is never going to sell the Dallas Cowboys. Not going to happen. Um... The shooting that happened, fucking terrible. It happened for the the Lunar New Year. This is the year of the rabbit. And isn't that interesting? I like rabbits because you can pull their ears back and make them look like Asian people. Now... I, I saw this story kind of in passing late, late, like Saturday night. You know, uh, Asian center. It was an Asian center that was shot up. I was like, oh, okay. And I, I was like, okay, let's see. How, how many people are going to come out and say ban the AR-15 now? And then, you know, I kind of went to sleep. The news cycle on Sunday mornings, I got to tell you, boy, if anything has happened Saturday late at night or Sunday early in the morning, the news cycle does not give a fuck. This 24-hour news, boy, they take Sunday mornings the fuck off. NBC's got Meet the Press on that they filmed the day before. They ain't going to move that around. Face the Nation, all those garbage shows. 
So, of course, I, I went to Lake Fox. to t- They've got their tape programming on. I'm like, is there not an actual news person that's doing the news? I want an update on this damn story. I got an update like two and a half hours later that the suspect was an Asian man. <laughs> now, that kind of stopped me in my tracks. Like, okay, because all I'd seen leading up with this was stop the Asian hate. The Asian center was shot up. They come back again 30 minutes later to shoot it up. I read the shooter was Clayton Bigsby. Um, this is the interesting thing. Everybody, I even read a post this morning. This morning. They said, stop the Asian hate. Now, I understand that this this new saga of anti-Asian violence that's happening, big on the East Coast. um, First of all, they aren't a large community to begin with. They are what we would call, once again, a minority, and I'm not saying that as a racist, even though people think the word minority is racist. It's not. And they're a a minority of the minorities. So if you have four violent outbreaks against Asian people one year, and then you have eight the next year, it's gone up by 100%, but is it eight a lot? Now, I'm not saying to go out and assault Asian people, okay? Don't assault anybody. Look, I got to tell you, I don't fuck with Asian people. I don't fuck with anybody, but I I especially don't fuck, I don't go out looking to cause trouble. Trouble just finds me, it seems like, sometimes. I wish. But I I, I ain't going to fuck with the Asian people, and this is the reason why. I don't know which one of them motherfuckers knows karate. I, I ain't lying. I ain't trying to be funny. If a man comes attack you and you know Kung Fu, you're going to hi-ya him, right? See, I got this little thing called an ego. I'm pretty big dude, okay? And if somebody wants to whoop my ass and they're like, you know, five foot three, 108 pounds, that's going to do a blow to my damn ego. But And, and this is why I don't fuck with it. Uh, I'm, I, I'm respectful to everybody. I don't know which one of them that knows a karate, knows some kung fu or something like that. I just know I'm going to fucking fight dirty and fucking try to win. So we're not going to hear about it again because I, uh, the shooter wasn't white. Yeah, mm, it's going to be interesting. You mess with me and I'm part Asian. <laughs> I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Just the tip. Um, uh, <laughs> but I, I, so I see this story, and then I'm told it's at an Asian center, and it's celebrating. It, like, as the details flow out, you're starting to put your thinking cap on. Now, now, hear me out through this. I've never gone to police academies I've seen the movies, but I've never been to the actual police academy. 
Never had any kind of formal training in detective work. But the, 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 I, 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 I can pick stuff apart. So if I go to an Italian neighborhood and I go to an Italian club and there's a shooting in the Italian club, I'm not going to think it's some black guy or somebody. I'm going to think, first thing I'm going to think is, hey, I bet you the shooter is Italian. Now, if I go to an upper white suburban neighborhood that's all white and there's a shooting there, you know the first person I'm looking for is a white person because that's what's there. The world isn't movies. Now, if it's at a Lunar New Year's party, at an Asian center in an Asian populated city. Who do you think the fucking shooter is going to be? But, but, I know, I know, I, I, I'm making way too much sense, but you can't say it because it doesn't fit the narrative. And the narrative is this increase, this uptick, as they like to call it, in crime, this anti-Asian sentiment, which I don't understand it. Maybe it's happening. I don't. But this guy's name is Who Can Tran. Now, that's pretty Asian-sounding to me. And I've seen a picture of him. He kind of fits the, the, the Asian stereotype-looking fella. Does it count as a hate crime if I'm Asian from the waist down? (laughs) But the narrative was, this is anti-Asian hate. And, And the media ran with that. If you go to an Indian and it a shooting, it's not an Indian because there was no explosion. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff you have to watch because the, the, the media lies to you. The media fucks with you. Oh, another uh, battle of Asian hate. Wait, wait a second. Why are you saying that? You don't even know who the suspect is. And then it's a big deal that it's an Asian guy. I mean, whoa, we dodged that one. Hey, hey, crazy white kids, we dodged that one. (laughs) Swear to God, he's an Asian shooter? And by the way, look, I, I am not participating in the joke about shooting and shooting 10 minutes later. But he did. The story, this is a horrible story. I'm not making fun of it. kind of am. I mean, I ain't going to lie. I'm, I'm having fun with it. But he emptied his rifle, and then he left, and then he did come back and reloaded, and that's when he killed the 10 people. I, look, look. He made the joke earlier, the old Asian food joke. I had, oh, I had Chinese food. Now I'm going to be hungry, too. I was like, you, you made that joke. The correlation's real. I mean, that's the bad part. 
Uh, his sister, <laughs> We Too Low, was interviewed, and she couldn't believe he did it. Yes. Uh, Governor Gavin Newsom posted, No one should have fear going to a celebration with their community. Our thoughts are with the victims and all those impacted. Even we continue searching for answers about this attack. We know how deeply this attack has impacted the Asian American and Native Hawaiian Pacific Islanders community. Oh, by the way, that's another group I don't fuck with. If I see a group of people that look like Samoans coming my way, I am going to be the friendliest fucking army you've ever seen. Because I'm going to tell you, them Polynesian people, whether you're from Samoa or you're from Hawaii, however y'all want to pronounce it, I ain't making fun of it. Y'all don't know what pain is. I could hit you with a board that has a big rusty nail in it, and you would probably floss with it. Y'all motherfuckers are tough. I ain't fucking with you. What, you mean all those 80s after-school specials lied to us? There's no gangs on one white guy, one black guy, one Asian? No, no, they did lie to us. Shut up, Gavin. Nobody likes your American psycho-looking ass anyway. Many of those were celebrating the Lunar New Year. All of them were stupid. Could could he be dumber? How, how does that get in his speech? Does he not have speech writers? There wasn't anybody that just took a right turn in that community center and said, hey, this looks like fun. Let's go there. And by the way, by the way, by the way, by the way. Nobody gives a shit about the Lunar New Year. I'm sorry. I'm just telling you this. You know who cares about it? Asian people. Now, now, don't get me wrong. You're going to see a ton of guilty white folks fucking there. The year of the rabbit. What's up, Doc? I mean, it's not like I have my calendar marked. Oh, shit. It's the fucking Lunar New Year. Oh, oh, it's the year of the baboon fucking a a squirrel. Um, Gavin shares his speech writers with Joe. No, we got to talk about Joe. Now, something else happened this weekend before we get to Joe. Um, (laughs) It happened again over the weekend. Uh, Another one of these wonderful, peaceful protests broke out. And of all places, I mean, hold on to your hats. A riot broke out in Atlanta. Golly! Right now, I can see at least one car on fire. Um, set ablaze outside the Westin Hotel in downtown Atlanta. Um, Ryers shot fireworks at buildings, smashed windows, and set a police car on fire. Now, that sounds quite peaceful to me. 
Now, what what is this over? Um, seeing yes, da 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 da. Does anybody know what this this was over? Memorializing 26-year-old an, uh, activist Manuel Estevan Tran, who was killed in a gunfire with um, after he shot at Georgia State Troopers. So they went to go. Wait, wait a second. Hold on. These people went to go riot or peacefully protest because police shot a guy that shot at them. Am I getting that right? Am I picking up what they're putting down? That these people started riots in downtown Atlanta because some old boy lost in a in a shootout with police and he shot at them first. Okay. They're protesting a new police training facility. Okay, good. Uh, is that new? Is that new training facility downtown Atlanta? Um. Once you set your first car on fire, it's no longer a peaceful protest. I, I, I'm just going to throw that out there. According to the Geneva Convention, if you set a car on fire, that loses all peaceful protest monikers. Check it out. It says it. It's way in the like, back middle of, of, of that old convention, the Geneva one. There, there's pictures of, and, and Antifa was there. Antifa, who's paid by George Soros once again. Um, Antifa was there, and they had explosives there. And I don't know, for a peaceful protest, why do you need explosives? Anybody? Anybody? Bueller? Bueller? When did Asian replace Oriental for the PC term? My buddy Virgil at work was from Russia, who who is in Asia, but nobody calls him Asian. 1121 on the right coast, no you still sucks. Yes, it does, Wiener's Longhorn Dad, or Longhorn Wiener Dad. Um, they also need to chant uh, that Black Lives Matter whilst burning this shit down. Well, that's great. So you set a police car on fire, and it's all because of police training center. Oh, and a shootout that happened where your guy shot at Georgia State Police. Okay, interesting. Um, then you're going to set the police car on fire, and they're going to find the people that did that, and they're going to arrest them, which they did in an alleyway. And these people were all yelling, I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Well, if I can hear you, you can breathe. Stop it, people. Stop it with the madness. Look, this is the thing. This morning, and, and, and I say stop with the madness because the madness is you're ins- you are so insulting everybody's intelligence with all the shit that you're not saying. I knew this morning was going to be a rough one with the Cowboys game, me getting mad. So I, I, I told you I had a, a, a helping of uh, my, my coconut oil. I decided, you know what, after breakfast, I'm going to have a second helping of it because I really need to just chill. Then I made, because like I said, I was up. I decided to go, hey, I want a gospel music playlist. That's just for me. I'm not going to play all this stuff on the show. And I even listen to gospel music. 
to try to cheer me up. And it was working until I ran out of gospel music. I don't have a lot. So I said, oh, you know what I'm going to do? I, I, I know I vowed not to watch this show again, but I just want to see if, if I was right or not about them and their political agenda. So I recorded Saturday Night Live. Saturday, let's see, Sora's dad says, Arnie, something I do under, don't understand. So the cops went there to break up this Atlanta, and they got and they shot a cop. Then cops shot the person that. Then they riot because no, 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 uh, because they shot the cop who got shot. Where am I losing that the cops are wrong? No, the cop the 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 riot started because I guess the day before there was a shootout between Georgia State Police and some fella, and they're mad that that some fella got shot by the Georgia State Police. So they said, well, we're gonna riot now. And we're going to shoot fireworks at cars, and we're going to set police cars on fire because we're peaceful. You just got a little wrapped up in everything. So cops can get shot and are supposed to do nothing, just get shot at? Fuck them. Yeah, it, no, they aren't They aren't doing it. They said they can't breathe in Biden. See, Arnie, the death of George Floyd had a bigger impact. Yeah, yes, yes, because we all know this to be true. This is so true. That bratty kid got kicked off of Facebook for quoting this. But even Dr. King's assassination did not have the worldwide impact that George Floyd's uh-huh. death did. Mm-hmm. So I turned on Saturday Night Live. And Aubrey Plaza was the guest host. I'm not a big fan of hers. She's okay. I fast forward through most of it. And I get to the point of the show where I have to judge the head writer of the show, who's Colin Jost, and Michael Che, who I think are both talentless scumbags that should be broadcasting the USFL when Dak Prescott throws an interception to somebody and uh, Zeke Elliott is now a cheerleader for the USFL. That's what I think that Michael Che and, 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 and Colin Jost should be doing. Because it sure as fuck ain't common. course the first bit they do in their little weekend update is about this george santos guy now i get it they're in new york the show's based in new york it's a big story in new york about how much this guy has lied and i've ripped him apart on this show he should be out of office immediately but that was the main crux and they didn't even bring up the fact just a few hours before that show taped it happened again. And I got to say thanks to uh, V. Coop for uh, letting me know that it happened again. He pretty much immediately did send me the thing. Um, that Joe Biden had more classified documents at his Wilmington, Wilmington Delaware home. A box labeled important documents and photos was seen on the table at President Biden's home where classified documents were found recently. Did, did it said, you know, uh, not for anybody's eyes except mine? It's just laying around there. And by the way, they only found six documents. Why were they there for 13 hours?
did they find some crack and were they removing were, were they removing all the other evidence against this guy? Because they were there for 13 hours and they found six more documents. Now, today is going to be the interesting day because Jean-Pierre will be asked about this. Our man Peter Ducey is going to hit her up because we heard that it was the end. There are no more documents. Now, getting back to Saturday Night Live, you not only have the document story, but you have one of the guys on that show who is a blatant racist towards white people, and that's Michael Che. Michael Che has pretty much come out and says he doesn't like black or doesn't like white people. Now, why is it? Because I'm a pretty funny guy. Michael Che thinks he's a funny guy, and he gets paid a lot more than me for being a quote-unquote funny guy. Why wasn't there a bit about this? Well, look, my wife has a rule in her family. When somebody's birthday, sing happy birthday. You ready? <laughs> happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Alan. Happy birthday to you. Nada. Michael Che could have ran with that for at least three or four minutes. Oh, the white man can't remember, you know, the the granddaughter's name because she's black. Or do one of his Michael Che, I hate white people jokes. But instead, what was said was, and Colin Joe said, and I quote, well, the documents that Biden had compared to what uh, Trump had, this is very different. And he didn't explain why it was different. And nobody has explained to why it's different. I mean, mean, (laughs) do I still have? Oh, no, I got rid of that. Um there was somebody who was interviewing a, a, some Democratic senator who, who just fucking ripped Trump for having all these documents, and they tried to get him to do it again. He, he didn't rip Biden for it. I mean, it, 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 it's getting to be just... It, it's clown shit. The media is clown shit. I don't think I don't think there's anything that could be lower than clown shit. That's all they are. I mean, I, I don't even want to play the game with you. And the game is what if Donald Trump would have saying that? Crucified. Hell, they were crucifying him for fucking other things. Um uh oh Something that he said about Ron DeSantis, uh, we're going to do what we always do to him, you know, when we run. Oh, is that, you know, non-consensual and violently? I'm sitting there going, you're, you're making Trump jokes over a guy who has no shot at winning the presidency this year? I thought you guys were supposed to be the, the, the top of comedic actors. I mean, it turns into you. You, you turn comedy comedians into millionaires, almost billionaires. Adam Sandler, David Spade, Dan Aykroyd. There's too many names. Eddie Murphy, Chris Farley, God rest his soul. 
So it says it's different because Trump had authority to declass. Ah, da, 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 da. Swoosh. We don't want to deal in facts here with that. It, it, because that fact goes to the, the side of Trump, and they're never, ever going to run with that fact. This is how stupid that side is. I, I, I just want to, I'm, I'm going to play this for you, and it's so amazing to see. So we've got the Biden cover-up that's going out of control right now. And there's another big story out there about one Alec Baldwin. This was said on the show The View on Friday. I'm not making this up, and no, this is not edited. All right, listen to the outright lies from Joy Behar on the Alec Baldwin case. DA who uh, is, is indicting him, or whatever you, uh, the legal term is right now, mm -hmm. she, she's a big Republican. I'm only saying this because Alec Baldwin is a target for Republicans. They cannot... Now, I'll continue here in a second. That's right. Alec Baldwin is a target of the Republicans. Huh? So the Republicans, now now they have been busy. <laughs> These guys have been busy. Even though we have seen that the FBI has been paid off by the Democrats for the last eight years. Whole Russian collusion, all that kind of stuff. You remember that, right? The Republicans have an even more elite force out there that not only... And I can't wait till it's the Republicans that, that did the Hunter Biden laptop. That, that's next. Don't worry. But we have these, these, these ninja type. Oh, by the way. Oh, I, I have to write this down. Oh, ninja. Oh, there was a movie on this weekend. Holy shit. Was it fucking terrible. Um, oh, and I got to tell you about another movie, too. Um, like I said, I might not shut up today. Biden's documents are 12 times worth. Both are wrong and having classified docs, period. Yes. Okay. I, I, I can agree that both are wrong. Yes. And what's good for the goose is good for the current president. Oh, what was I saying? Um, oh. So he, he's... he's uh, the Republicans have these ninjas in place... And they mysteriously showed up and put bullets in the gun. Ha ha. Well, we've been asking, how did those bullets get on the set of the movie Rust? Republican ninjas. And they've also infiltrated the highly democratic state of New Mexico with Republican prosecutors. Let's continue this, and you'll learn something interesting. Stand him. Okay? But just saying. But I'm not saying anything more than that. The fact yes, that he was handling the gun. <laughs> and let's not also... The district attorney that Joy Behar is disparaging is Mary Carmack Altweiss. Mary Carmack Altweiss has a long legal career in the state of New Mexico. She has served as both a prosecutor and a defense attorney. Mary Carmack Altweiss is a Democrat, and she lives in Santa Fe with her wife. The serious oh. accusation from Joy Behar that DA Mary Carmack Altweiss has only filed charges against Alec Baldwin because she's playing politics with the law is one of the most slanderous things 
that Joy Behar has ever said. Holy so again, shit! not only is Mary Carmack Altweiss a registered Democrat, but the county that she was elected in, Santa Fe County, New Mexico, is over 75% Democrat. So <laughs> That's all I need. But this is a Republican conspiracy against Alec Baldwin. But she's not saying anything. I mean, I'm, I, I would like a public apology from her today. I would like a public apology and a resignation. It, w- it, it was a Republican plan. Okay. Okay. Uh, let's see. Um, by the way, the Fed, federal government is weighing whether to seek more of Joe Biden's personal residences because he has a few more. Um, the answer is a, a two-part answer. That answer is fuck and yes. What, what, what are you doing? What, why aren't you? What, 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 you're not going to his other houses? Why? You kick in the doors at Mar-a-Lago. You go through fucking hot chick's panties. Can't blame you there. The weird ones of you went through the 16-year-old shit. And you can't be bothered to go to Joe Biden's house. Are you afraid of the pornography that you're going to find at Joe Biden's house? Oh, it's Hunter's. Well, at least that's what Joel say. The only Republican conspiracy in New Mexico is the nut job who plotted and paid people to shoot at Democrats' homes here. Unbelievable. Unfucking believable. Uh. All right, we'll do this one. Um, got two more stories. We will take a break. Um, but I have to do these two stories first. I, I, I'm going to do this one, and, and they're both really funny kind of stories, but it's the people that lead our world. And I have a question in this one here. Um, Nancy Pelosi had an exorcism at her house in San Francisco to banish the evil spirits after her husband Paul was attacked by a hammer-wielding intruder. Well, they wanted to write a right wing, even though they couldn't. Pelosi had an exorcism at her home over Thanksgiving. The ceremony came in at the aftermath of the brutal attack on her husband. Now, really, you you had an exorcism at your house. By the way, what I'd like to bring up is the fact that um, how come we haven't heard more about this story? How come we don't know about the, and I only know his name is DePapier, has pled not guilty to state and federal charges, including attempted murder, attempted kidnapping of a federal official, assault on an immediate family member of a federal official. By the way, he's still in jail. Well, he's going to be in jail till he, till he kills himself. Because we don't want it getting out there that, that Paul Pelosi puts from the rough. I don't care that he does. I, fuck, I would too. Uh, church says no exorcism took place at the Pelosi home. Fox News this morning drops a reality check video. Hold on, let's see what the video is. She lied. 
Did they not have one then? It, did, did I miss this one? Uh, Pelosi spawned Alex, uh, claimed Paul Pelosi rocked her mother to perform. Uh, uh, I think that we weighed really heavy on her soul. I think felt guilty. I raised some eyebrows. Wouldn't the exorcism be a massive cyclone bomb inferno? Now we know the truth. Uh, there was no exorcism at the home. A local Catholic church confirmed the news. All right. Well, hey. Hey, I, I appreciate it. I was reporting it from the Daily News, so um, thank you, Ken Dog. I appreciate that. Was it the Republican ninjas that stole Hunter Biden's DNA and injected to a strip? Yes, it was. Yes, it was, Scott. Yes, you're right. Those bastards. I, yes, I should have known better. But, but it gave me the ability to talk about that story. I mean, that, that seems like a story that came right out of the National Enquirer. Nancy Pelosi has exorcism. Um, oh, oh, um, it's reported that only six files were found. They say that it could be thousands. So, um, well, like I said, you know, of course we're going to keep our eye on this story. Would it surprise me that he had thousands of things he shouldn't have? No, because he's fucking creepy and he's a space invader and he likes to sniff kids. Oh, did I mention the fact that he's either a bigot or a racist? One of the two. He can be both. That's fine, too. All right, final story of the first segment here. Jesus. Come on, man. Oh, good old Mayor, 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 uh, what's her name? Um, Gollum. Nobody likes you. You're a liar. And a thief. I can't believe this story is true. How stupid is the American public? Rush was right with low information voters. Meanwhile, us open-eyed people are looking here going, how the fuck did this happen and happening? Lori Lightfoot has proposed a solution to end the crime in her city. She says, quote, we have been in Little Village working with street vendors, understanding what the nature of the crime is, making sure we're doing things in concert with them to help them make sure their money is secure. Here's the money part. Here's the money shot, everybody. So do not use money if at all possible. Using other forms of transactions to take care of themselves. Is she trying to honkify the the brothers and sisters uh, of the Windy City up? Don't use money. Wow, Mayor, you want to you cut down on the muggings but increase the murders. I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> Use Bitcoin. <laughs> uh, isn't it even more odd that he has these files at his home and he was the vice president? Pam, 
You're using logic. God bless you for playing the rules of this show. But that's this show. The, the real world doesn't use logic. The real world still hasn't told me how this is different, how these two stories are different, or how my body, my choice is different from abortions to the injection. Um, they don't. They steal. Um, you're going to ban money. Okay. That's great. Boy, oh, boy, you know what? I think if mayors 100 years ago would have said that, we would have stopped crime. Oh, we would have stopped commerce as well. We would have stopped the economy. I can't just see the new muggings in Chicago. Yo, motherfucker, give me your password to this bank account. They already do that. There's a, there's a thing that they like to do in major cities where they'll take somebody and they'll take them around 1130 and they'll take them to a, a, an ATM, drive them around for a while until about 1150, take them to an ATM, get 300 bucks from them, put them back in the car. Oh, you're not, you're, you're not going anywhere. No, no, no. They're not taking you back home. They're going to take you to another ATM because after midnight it resets and they can get another $300 out of you. That's been going on already. So this whole idea of you're going to increase that now in Chicago. So the crooks aren't going to steal their cell phones? Oh, no. Oh, as soon as they, no, 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 of course not. Because crooks don't play and keep up with the game. Oh, wait, they do. It, it, oh, is this her saying? heard a lot of rhetoric here, a lot of sound bites, but not a lot of concrete solutions on how we get the job done and make our residents and our workers safe. We're doing how it do you every single in? day. I think the follow-up is, and your solution is? I just explained it. We have been in Little Village working with those street vendors, understanding what the nature of the crime is, <clears throat> making sure that we're doing things in concert with them okay. to help them uh, 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 make sure that their money is secure, not use money, if at all possible, using um, okay. other wait, forms wait, of transactions. Wait, 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 wait. See, see this is where it, I guess they were at a debate or a town hall. When she says not use money, I would, excuse me, uh, da, 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 da. Talking about a major run in violence in South Side, the South Side of Chicago, correct? South Side of Chicago, very, very um, lower middle class, way lower middle class. Not that I'm judging; I'm just telling you what the truth is. Do you really think a lot of them have bank accounts? Do you? I, I mean, if you do, then you prove that you shouldn't be the mayor of that city. And by the way, she is running again this year. Put your ATM backwards. It's supposed to be like a 911 call. It's not. Uh, Mayor Lightfoot could even hold on to the ring of power and, and lost to Bilbo. How can we trust her on crime? No shit. She's an idiot. Don't use money. Okay. Should I should I not drive a car because the 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 uh, what was it carjackings the, those have gone up dramatically, 
So the way we're going to combat that, Chicagoans, is we are no longer going to allow you to drive. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. If the South would have won, we'd have had it made. I'd probably run for president of the Southern States. The day of us passed away would be our national holiday. If the South would have won, we'd have had it made. I'd make my Supreme Court down in Texas. And we wouldn't have no killers getting off free. If they were proven guilty, then they would swing quickly instead of writing books and smiling on TV. We'd all learn Cajun cooking in Louisiana. And I'd put that capital back in Alabama. We'd put Florida on the right track, cause we'd take Miami back and throw all them pushers in the slammer. Oh, if the South would've won, we'd have had it made. I'd probably run for president of the Southern state. The day young Skinner died, we'd show our Southern pride. If the South would've won, we'd have had it And all the horses raised in those Kentucky hills The national treasury would be in Tupelo, Mississippi And I'd put Hank Williams' picture on $100 bills I'd have all the cars made in the Carolinas And I'd ban all the ones made in China I'd have every girl child sent to Georgia to learn to smile And talk with that southern accent, it drives me cooking got the better of me, so I asked this little girl I was going with to be my wife. Well, she said she would, so I said I'd do, but I'd have said I wouldn't if I'd have just knew how saying I do was going to screw up all of my life. 
Well, the first few years weren't all that bad. I'll never forget the good times we had, cause I'm reminded every month when I send her the child support. Well, it wasn't too long till the lust all died, and I'll admit I wasn't too surprised the day I come home and found my suitcase sitting out on the porch. Well, I tried to get in, she changed the lock. Then I found this note taped on the mailbox that said, Goodbye, Turkey, my attorney will be in touch. So I decided right then and there, I was gonna do what's right, give her her fair share. But brother, I didn't know her share was gonna be that much. She got the gold mine, I got the share. They split it right down the middle, and then they give her the better half. Well, it all sounds sort of funny, but it hurts too much to laugh. She got the gold mine, I got the share. nothing yet why well, they give her the color television set then they give her the house the kids and both of the car see well then they start talking about child support alimony and the cost of the court didn't take me long to figure out how far in the toilet i was i'm telling you they have made a mistake because it adds up to more than this cowboy makes besides everything i've ever had worth taking they've already took while she's living like a queen on alimony i'm working two shifts eating bologna Asking myself, why did you just learn how to cook? They give her the gold mine, the gold they give me the share. The they said they're splitting it all down the middle, but she got the better half. But it all sounds mighty funny, but it hurts too much to laugh. She got the gold mine, I got the share.
Yet they'll all come to see me Arms reaching, smiling sweetly It's good to touch the green, green grass of home Then I'll awake and look around me To the cold gray walls that surround me And then I realize I was only dreaming For there's a guard and a saddle padre Arm in arm I walk at daybreak again I touch the green, green grass of home Yes, they'll all come to see me the shade of the old oak tree as they lay me neath the green, green grass of home. Now back to the Arnie State Show, also known as Ass. Your ass look good. I'm gonna violate that. Wait, no, that's not. Wait, wait. Word. Call 775-357-FANS. Uh, welcome back to the show. A little, uh, little mood music for me there. Uh, if the South would have won, yeah. If the Cowboys would have won, I'd have been happy. Instead, we got the, we, they got the gold mine. The 49ers got the gold. We got the shaft. And then I just wish for better days in the old green, green grass of home. And I have a special song dedicated to the Warbird to end the show with today. I hope he's able to listen. Uh, Christopher says, speaking of January movies, Republican Ninja sounds like it could be the January movie to end all January movies starring Ron DeSantis and Mitch McConnell as the Turtle Master. The evil Emperor Joe is sitting Nancy Pelosi on a rampage across America, burning down cities with her vodka fire breath. It's up to young Ninja DeSantis and his smoking hot wife to go on a quest to retrieve the legendary Reagan Katana. <laughs> now, that's funny. That's a sword. Um, a magic sword that can only be wielded by ninjas named Ron and the only weapon that can save America. Oh, I think that is a winner, Christopher. <clears throat> Hearing Skip backtrack on YouTube is funny. Oh, I, I would imagine Skip Bayless is just having a shit show of a morning. Look, he's a Dak guy. He gets what he deserves. Um, Christopher, I have a job for you. Now, this weekend I watched a movie, and I've been seeing it all over social media. And I reviewed it. And I, I don't do a lot of reviews anymore because, honestly, I love being able to showcase other people on the show. I love having Lake Tahoe Joe on because I love showcasing other people. Um, I told you guys that uh, Mikey and I did the show. He's going to air it today or tomorrow at the Mikey Podcast, which you can find on Apple Podcasts. Um, but Mikey wants to come back on this show. He and I are gonna we are gonna contribute to each other's shows, and I think that's fantastic. It's a big announcement in Mikey's show, by the way. Just just letting you know that. Um, let's see. Um, but I I, I was, so I, I saw this movie this weekend called The Menu. 
He's got Ralph Fiennes in there, Ray Fiennes, whatever he calls his name. He plays this fucking psychotic chef who's mad at people, and he he, divert, he he builds the greatest fucking group of people that he hates. And he builds this fucking great menu because he's a chef. He's a world-class chef. And this is his way of getting even with the world that ruined the one thing that he truly loved. That's what this movie's all about. It's very well written, very well acted. I'm not going to tell you what the, the, the spoiler or the, the plot twist is, but you'll find out if you see this movie. Not a horror movie. Uh, it, it was labeled. It, it, it's a thriller. I'll give you that. It's fantastic. It's one of the coolest movies I've seen in a long time because it makes you use your imagination again. It makes you have fun being at the movies. So I, I highly recommend this. But as soon as that was over... I clicked over to another channel, and I saw this movie called New York Ninja. Now, Christopher, here's your job. I know that there has been a series of ninja movies that have been made, and I'm talking about the cheap, campiest kind. I don't know how this movie was made. It said the tag year was 2021, New York Ninja. There is no way. This movie had to be filmed on cell phones then. The, the, there are no actors in this movie. The ninja is outfitted. He looks like a fucking mummy. But there has been a series of these ninja movies throughout time. And the one that I want to find, and I'll watch any of them. But I remember it because uh, this was when I was working at another show in the morning. And this was early, early on that show when there was only two of us. We'd gone out the night before drinking heavily. Next day, and it was a Friday into a Saturday, woke up, called each other, seeing how hungover each other were, and we were quite hungover. And we both had the same movie on, and it was like on the WB or whatever. And it was this like, I think the movie's name was like Shogun Ninja or something. It had to be from the 80s. And they shot this motherfucker point blank with a sawed-off shotgun, and he still whooped their ass. This guy was like the original Chuck Norris. And this New York Ninja movie was just like it. New York Ninja got shot like 58 times. Not a scratch. But he was not, I mean, he wasn't doing any kind of ninja moves neither. There's this weird scene with this this French-looking dude who was a sword fighter. Well, Ninja Eid ended him because the katanas are way bigger than them damn French swords. And that was just out of nowhere. No, I'm not thinking of the Michael Dukoff American Ninja. This movie is campy as shit. Russian Terminator is the funniest, worst B-movie ninja story ever. Uh, let's see, um... That cheeseburger that Chef made looked uh, looked palm, right? Oh my god, dude! That 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 burger that the Chef made that was fucking amazing looking. Uh, but would you eat any of the food? Well, here's the thing, Cooper Annix. I'm glad you asked that question because that experience is lost on me. <laughs> All those ninjas are bitches compared to the divine and glorious power of Jim Kata. 
Um, I got to eat one time. I had, I had these great listeners that live right down the street from me uh, when I lived in Lincoln, California. And they invited me to go to the kitchen because they were big foodies. And this movie is very anti-foodie, and I, th- I think that's why I like it so much. And, and I kind of wrote a little bit about this in the review. Um, the, these people were wonderful. This was a very expensive dinner. It was like $250, $300 dinner, and they, they wanted to treat me. I was like, absolutely. Nothing beats 1991 Samurai Cop. Hold on. I need to to write these down. Hold on a second here. Samurai Cop. That's not the Pat Morita one, is it? Pat Morita made a movie with Jay Leno. That's just got to be the worst experience ever. Um, I have gone to one of these fancy places, and... um, The whole thing is if you are so um, pretentious and and think you know what you know, this is for people who think that their palates are so divine and wonderful and everything like that. And there are some people like that in the world. I won't say many. But they serve you a dish on a plate. And the, the plate is ginormous, and they give you, you know, like peas and some shit drizzled and then like a couple baby carrots and then like a bite of tuna. And that's a whole course. Now, you get filled. I mean, they give you like 15 courses, and the chef knows what he's doing. Uh, wait, you were at the kitchen, Scab tried? Uh, yeah, he tried, but I got to actually eat there. Uh, there was an awful cop movie with Dolph Lundgren and Brandon Lee called Showdown. No, that one's not it, where the Yokozuna dude in custody breaks his own neck to stop from confessing. I've seen that one. Um, Dolph Lundgren was already, he was also in the original Punisher movie. Okay, Samurai Cop's one of the best so bad. Okay, I'll have to look that up. So, uh, you know, and then they have the deconstructed. My favorite was the deconstructed lasagna. This is the the shittiest thing in the world. Deconstructed lasagna is just that. It's a puzzle. One of the pieces is meat. One of the pieces is pasta. There's some tomato puree there. And then a little thing of cheese. And you got to put it all together and bite into it. And there's your lasagna. There was like a meat dish and all this kind of stuff, and the dessert was all fancy and foamy. Foam. I don't even know what foam is. I think I think it was a big deal that we went because the the person that went liked duck, and they were serving something some kind of duck there, and they were serving like uh, pork belly, which is bacon, but it's the fattier part, the good part, the the expensive part of it. He knew what the, the menu was, and that's why, you know, he invited me. And it was very, very nice. Let, let me just say this right now. It was an outstanding experience. I'm glad I got to experience it because it shows that I don't like that, and it's all lost on me. 
Isn't deconstructed lasagna just spaghetti? Yes, but with fatter noodles. And it's separated. You have to actually, I'm not kidding, they separate this stuff. And you have to put it together. Watched a couple of John Wick movies last week. Those people who put backpacks on a bird full of drugs were not original. It happened in John Wick 2. Oh, John Wick 2 was not the good one. John Wick 1 was really, really good. And John Wick 3, John Wick 3 is one of the greatest movies Canada Reeves ever made. I mean, he kills a guy with a fucking horse. He kills two guys with a horse. That's fucking awesome. Part two, crapola. So that's what this movie's like, uh, like hitting at. It's getting at these people and that whole experience. Look, man, you want to, you want to make me happy? You put a, a poached egg on top of a piece of toast. I'm good. I'm happy, but put some salt and pepper on there. Good to go. Mm-hmm. Okay, oh, this, this deconstructed thing started about 10 years ago, and I felt the same way. I don't go to the restaurant to do the work. I went to a fondue place with uh, Brad Kid. Fondue places are just lost on me, too. I don't like going where I got to do all the damn work and we got to still pay. That's bullshit. I mean, the food's good. Don't get me wrong. But you got to pay to do all the cooking? No. Uh-uh. No. It, see, Mad Hatter, I appreciate that. The Black Ninja movie, the, the, the Last Dragon. Good movie, sure. I've seen it. Isn't that where uh, a show enough is? But this is campier than campy. This is like this is like Benny Hill made a ninja movie, except there aren't a lot of boobs. Kickboxer was a cool series. The wrestling team watched the first one in high school. Still the last dragon. Best yeah, okay. I forgot to tell you what happened at Hard Rock during the Lopez show. Ten minutes into the show, his first mic stopped working and then his second and third for like fifteen minutes. He threw all three mics on the floor and walked off. Uh, he did come back, but damn, felt bad for him. He threw off all his timing. Oh, it couldn't happen better to a better person. Afro, no, it's not Afro Samurai. I did fondue in Reno years ago. Cost like 50 hours. Oh, it's expensive. Fondue's expensive. And like I said, great experience. Food, good. But I'm happy at a burger place, man. I mean, I mean that comes all together. I don't want a deconstructed burger where I got to put it together. I don't want to go to places where I got to cook the damn food. That's why I went to the fucking restaurant. If I want to cook the food, I'll be in my kitchen. Who goddamn? I made an amazing ribeye yesterday. Whew! Baked potato chives on there. Oh my god, that was restaurant quality. Swoosh, have a good day, friend. What about Black Dynamite? I know now we're getting, now you're starting to get a little campier. I, I like that, yes. Can you expand on the fondue restaurant and then I divided to bread and cheese? No, you can, uh, yeah, like you said, they also have meats and vegetables there, and you, you do kind of like steam those and cook those. They have, it, it, it's all right. 
Yeah, you know what? Here's the other place I don't really like, but I like the f- if I'm in the mood, I'd like it. And that's uh, any was that Joe's Crab Shack? Now I've been to Joe's a few times. Crab legs are good. Their lobster is all right. They have hush puppies. Any kind of seafood place that got hush puppies, I'll go there. And tartar sauce. Here's the problem. They bring you out this bucket full of crab legs, and they're big and everything. And you got to do all the damn work of cracking the damn crab legs. Well, you know what happens? I'm not an experienced crab leg cracker because I don't get them all the time. That's right. I call myself a crab leg cracker. That's not me. And it takes a long time. And you know what happens? The crab gets cold. I don't want cold crab. I want hot crab. I don't want to have to crack it out the shell. If I order a lobster tail, I don't want to have to be the one that has to pull it out. That's your job. See, um, at the mature age of 18, I went to Europe, and our big tour group did a fondue night at an Austrian restaurant. The rule is that if a woman drops the food in the cheese, she kisses a man at the table. If a man drops it, he buys a bottle off the wine for the table. Needless to say, there was a lot of shit-faced kissing going on. Unfortunately, the hot 18-year-old girl never dropped her food, so I had to disgrace myself in the shower later that night. (laughs) Yes, I did not know there were rules in those places. Um, all right. Uh, hey, hey, we have to get back to the show now and not just shit that I saw this weekend. Otherwise, I could just sit here and talk about that shit all weekend. Um, we do have to. There is a, a, a great news story out there. This is fantastic. Something we haven't played in a long time. Jizzling, 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 jizzling. I'm begging you, please don't take that girl. Jizzling, 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 jizzling. Please don't take her to that awful man. Your money is beyond compare with fancy cars and clothes to wear with dollar bills and stacks and stacks of green. Your smile is so frightening, your cooch is nothing I have seen. I would never serve you to an enemy, Jislene. Shame traffic uh, sex trafficker to no one. Galene Maxwell speaks for the first time in a film interview and says she has no memory of Prince Andrew ever meeting Virginia Goofrey and says that the picture is a fake. The picture's a fake. She insisted she has no recollection of the pair spending time together. Miss Guffrey claims she was forced to have sex when, with Prince uh, Andrew when she was 17. Um, so somebody photoshopped this picture and all the courts and all law enforcement just said, yep, that's real. They, they didn't look into if it was photoshopped or not. Really? 
that's your best defense, hon? Oh, oh, we get to hear from her? Oh, here's the video. Hold on a second. With the faith. I don't believe that. I don't believe it's real for a second. In fact, I'm sure it's not. Well, there's never been an original. And further, there's no photograph. And I've only ever seen a photocopy of it. I feel completely divorced from the person that people reference and talk about. And what? The, and all the various newspaper articles. Boy, I tell you what. Uh, okay. Uh, well, see, now I, I'm looking at the picture. Now, now, ask family. Here you go. You'll have to scroll down a little bit if you want to see this. Uh, This is a picture we've all seen. Now, I am no Photoshop expert. But this picture is very, very interesting because you can see that those two have uh, the eye discoloration. Galene is a little bit further back to where their eyes are red, hers isn't. And you can see the flash in the background. Not to mention... His arm around hers perfectly, and her arm around his. Things I trust more than that Maxwell. A fart after eating Taco Bell. Casey Anthony to watch my kid Epstein killed himself. Hell, I would go on a blind date with Bill Cosby. More than I trust this broad. And by the way, how does she know that there's no original of a photo that was never taken? What, did you think you destroyed it, dummy? See, maybe this is where the world of technology is has blossomed. Is that once you take a photo and you save it in your phone or you put it on a website maybe or a social media page, guess what? The picture lasts forever and ever and ever. It never goes away. The Snapchats don't go away. They're out there. And thanks to this little thing called the dark web, they will never, ever go away. So this picture that was taken that they thought they had destroyed, they didn't, idiots. Can, can we just stop with this bullshit? Uh, I saw something this week, and I thought I saved the story. I didn't, though. A reporter asked Bill Gates why he was at uh, Epstein Island 32 times. Let me repeat that. A reporter asked Bill Gates why he was at Epstein Island 32 times. Now, do you know what the correct answer would be if I was asked that and I wanted to hold my innocence is I've never been to the island. You see, because I have what's called street smarts. I have regular fucking skills that will get me far in life. Do you know what Bill Gates said? Oh, I can't remember why I was there. He said, I can't remember why I was there. He admits to being there, and he admits to being there 32 times, fixing computers, whitewashed. You should be hired as his press secretary. 
Why were you there 32 times, Mr. Gates? Well, I don't remember why I was there. By the way, the journalist did not do the follow-up then and go, Whoa, so you admit you were there 32 times. Once again, I, I played this uh, when, when Mikey and I were recording the, uh, the, the, the thing, and I asked him about, does he listen to radio anymore and how bad it is? Or when you hear these, these broadcasters that are out there or podcasters and, and they're just thimble-fucking around. And now I look at journalists and I, and I go... Do you know how easy this is for me? Do you have any fucking idea how easy this is? This is a fucking joke. And I'm sorry you can't do this. I really am because I wouldn't have to fucking sit here and watch you fumble around and fuck it up. Do you know how much I just want to do dick and fart jokes on this show? But I respect my audience enough to let them know the news of the day and a fun way to look at it. It is so easy. This show is so easy. Comedy right now in the world is so easy. It... And the problem is people like Saturday Night Live can't do it. Why? Because their, politi- their politics are in the way. Get your fucking politics out of the way. Entertain people. And do your fucking job. I mean... Do your fucking job. You have Bill Gates right where you want him. And you don't ask that question. Did, did they expect him to go, oh, I was fucking underage chicks. Boy, I was balls deep in a 15-year-old. No, he's not going to say that. Maybe he did that because he knows there's a chance that the list of people uh, have gone might come out, and he'd rather not be caught in a lie. Well, he, he admits to being on the island, though. So what happened on the island? Why were you there 32 times? I mean, honestly, when he said, oh, I can't remember. Business meetings, fixing computers, vacationing, hanging out with friends. There's a number of valid answers to that question. What were you doing on the island? Oh, I can't remember what I was doing there. You can't remember what? Did you get blackout drunk? I mean, it's 32 times. I mean, my memory is not what it used to be at all. But I can tell you about every fucking golf trip that me and my dad took. I can remember details of morning shows I did 20 years ago. Can't remember what I talked about last week. Short-term memory gone. Long-term memory good. You can't tell me what you were doing on an island for 32 times. Oh, 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 Douglas, don't get ahead of me. I've got that story. We, we're we're going to talk about the 26-year-old dating a 23-year-old who looks like an 8-year-old. We got that. If you had a sense of humor, he would have said, doing your mom. <laughs> now, that would have been, you know what? I, I would have happily put out the fist bump for Bill Gates on that one because that'd be comic gold right there. I'd be like, all right, dog, you got him. 
But no, 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 no. Now, this next story I'm going to be agitated at at best. Agitated, probably the understatement ever, forever. This weekend was the the memorial service for Lisa Marie Presley. They had it at Graceland. They decided to let this spill out from his wonderful book, Spare, this weekend. Prince Harry, let let, let me just say right now, if I ever see you, it's on like neck bone. Oh, it's on. I I don't care that you got secure. I I don't care. Is this a threat? No, this is a promise. In his new book, Spare, Prince Harry described being unimpressed with Graceland. Fuck you too. People variously called the house a castle, a mansion, a palace. But it reminded me of the Badger set. Dark, claustrophobic. I walked around saying, the king lived here, you say? Really? Uh, yeah. Yeah, motherfucker. The fucking king did live there. What? You, you got a problem with the king? You, you, you got a problem? I get back. With this? Hold on. I'm telling you, my, my blood's getting worked up right now. I'm, I'm just telling you. Here we go. E- oh, it's simmering. Oh, there's some bubbles. I can feel it. That, that, that blood's starting to boil. starting to roll. I'm going to talk shit about the king. We go karate kicking all. Hey, yeah! Bring it home, Daddy. fuck with Elvis Aaron Presley, especially release this part of your memoir when they're burying his little girl. I know she wasn't a little girl no more, but it was still Elvis's little girl. And you come out and you say this shit about Graceland? Oh, really? A king lived here? Let me just tell you something. Your daddy, the current king of England, couldn't pick up fucking Elvis's right nutsack. You're goddamn right the king lived there. You putrid little shit. You don't fuck with Elvis. 
Luis Elvis earned his wealth himself and not being born into a fucking palace and billions in wealth and real estate. Fuck you, Harry. Harry seems to have a problem with monarchies. Harry, Harry probably went into the bathroom at Graceland and started putting his mom's lipstick on his todger. Do you think he was a real king? Well, the king was a real king. He was a king of rock and roll. Maybe this is why Prince William and, and King Chuck told him to fuck himself. Well, I, I'm just telling you this right now. Oh, it's on like neck bone. Uh-uh. No, uh-uh. No. Hey, hey, Taliban. <whistles> Taliban, y'all got to hold up. Now, now look, I, I respect the fact that I don't really, but y'all want to try to go after people that draw, draw Mohammed? Look, look, it, because it's against your religion to have photographs and images of Mohammed. Hey, I respect that, man. Y'all want to come? Don't fuck around in Garland. Y'all already found out about that. But you know how you said you were pissed off at Harry because he called your, 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 your fellow fucking psychotics, you know, goat fuckers, um, chess pieces? Well, now he's fucked with Elvis, so y'all got to get in line behind me. Megan fingers herself to Elvis. That's why he hates him so much. Elvis is the only thing that can bring her to climax. A king lived here in this dodgy place. Oh, I just want to kick the shit out of him so bad. Oh, man. I mean, I've dreamed about sucker punching people my entire life. And then I realized after watching a prison show. And when they said it there, I, this is the new life that I want to live. There's no such thing as a sucker punch in prison. Only suckers get punched. Ogre, have a great Monday, my friend. Look, if you want me to donate my kidneys, both of them, my entire liver, and I know that'll kill me, but I'll happily do it. Just give me one opportunity to fucking just lay the fucking kalau. On to Prince Harry, just once. I mean, I, I know I've, I've asked for Justin Bieber in the past. I know that I've asked for Kelly Osbourne in the past. But they never besmirched the king. And when you, when you besmirch the king, <laughs> you're going to have to pay some consequences. What a shitbag that guy is. Now, we're going to stay over in, in jolly old England. Uh, J.K. Rowling, this, this, look, I'm no fan of Harry Potter. Okay, I, I've never read it. I'm not into and, and I'm not going to say it sucks. I'm not going to say it's terrible. I, I, know that, I know that Arised, our dear friend up in Oklahoma, our ass family member Arised, big Harry Potter fan. I get it. It's it's, it's, it's it's not my cup of tea. Now, I watch shit that ain't y'all's cup of tea, and that's cool. That's cool. Harry Potter, global sensation. Now, look, I'm not a Game of Thrones guy. I'm not a Walking Dead guy. I know, I know that's crazy. As much TV as I watch, but I'm not that. That, that stuff, I, I, I'm not interested. It doesn't, doesn't do it for me. No. I've never said they're terrible shows. I don't say they suck. Nothing like that. But this woman, y'all, y'all need to, y'all need to just stop with this woman. 
she had the audacity to come out and say that she has a definition of what a woman is. Yes, Tim, I'm so sorry you missed the football tirade. It will be up as soon as the show's over. Uh, go to ArnieRadio.com. If, if, if you're like, wait, if this is like your first time listening, you're like, oh, shit, he's got the, oh, I can listen again? Yeah. Yeah, I have all my shows up at ArnieRadio.com. Just got to go there. Tomorrow we're going to have the State of the State show or State of the Show show, whatever it is. Haven't done one of those in a while. State of the Show show. There it is. You got to pause. J.K. Rowling has the audacity to come out and define what she believes a woman is. And she's eviscerated for it. She's called hateful names. She says, people say that she hates these people, which she never came out and said that she hated these people. She didn't get to go to the big Harry Potter reunion that, that HBO Max put together. Now, I imagine she had better shit to do, but it's still a payday. And by the way, she invented the entire thing. The stars have turned their back on her. You know, the same people that she made. Daniel Radcliffe would not be a fucking movie star if it weren't for J.K. Rowling's. Emma, what's her name? Emma Watson or whatever. She wouldn't be, and the other kid sure as fuck wouldn't be. But they slided her. Hell, a university that has a game that's Quidditch, that's from that, or whatever it's fucking called, Broomball or whatever, they changed the name of it because they didn't want it associated with Harry Potter, the only place it was ever associated with. And now, ooh, the state of ass, I like that, Big Poop. Tweets from a deactivated account described... Uh, a car-hitting activist attending the rally and watching them exploding like bin bags full of baked beans on the windshield. That's right. A trans-right group fantasized about the brutal death of gender-critical feminists. Now, I'm not going to get worked up about this because I know this has been happening. Because what is good for thee is not for me. Follow the narrative, people. These groups can come out and say these things. Do you really think that I would want to, well, I do want to punch Prince Harry. Do you think I'm ever going to get that? I, I mean, he shouldn't be scared of me. I'm never going to be in the same place that he is. And if he is, he better keep an eye out. I mean, I couldn't even get the lowly local celebrities that, that I really, really want to punch. But these activist groups, they can get to these people. They can show up and run a car into them and kill them, and they can say that that's okay, that that's okay in written form. But you say that a woman has, a, the, the way you d- define a woman is, well, she has a period. Well, that's hateful speech right there. You know, men can get pregnant. No, no, men can't. Men cannot get pregnant. They, they, no, look, I, I, I'm not even going to have this discussion. Men can't get pregnant. The end. Can't happen. Well, yes, a trans man, that's not a man. Okay? Let, let's stop. And, and, and by the way, me calling him not a man, 
all these people that say, well, how does that make, supposed to make us feel? Well, first, first of all, fuck your feelings. Secondly, you shouldn't give a shit what I think about you. If you want the honest truth, well, you, you don't you don't support my, you don't believe in me. Oh, I believe that I see that you're a person that's sitting there. Do I think that you're a man? No, I don't think you're a man. I think you're a woman that wanted to be a man, and now you've turned into it, and you're a transgender person. Now, if you dress like a man and walk like a man and talk like a man, I'll, I'll call you sir or him. And once again, you correct me on the pronouns, I knock you out. And then I go to jail and probably do some time. I'm okay with that, though. I can't say that a man can't get pregnant. I'll get fired. If I worked at a radio station, I'd get fired. But these activists go on their own social media accounts and they talk about running people over and killing them because they don't agree with them. J.K. Rowling has never said that she wants to go out and kill all these trans women. She just doesn't believe in their argument. I don't believe in their argument either. If we are too truly, let's go back a couple years, shall we? You remember this phrase? Oh, I'm going to piss some of y'all off with this phrase. Oh, but it's a good one. Follow the science. You remember that phrase? Little COVID, little hashtag COVID-19. Omicron. Remember that? Where's the science that says if you get your, your hooter or your, your cooter filled in and, and then you get a PP uh, attached to you, where's the science that says you're a man now? Because you ain't. You see, you still got the double X chromosomes. You can't change your DNA. You can you can ingest all the testosterone that you want. You can grow all the fake hair on your chest. You can have a little shitty beard and shitty mustache, all that kind of shitty stuff. But guess what? You ain't a man. Follow the science. Double X chromosome equals one thing, woman. I'm very protective of that why. That why means a lot. That why is everything. You've probably never, ever heard anybody talk about the Y in the XY chromosome so lovingly as I do. That's the difference maker right there. That big Y chromosome. And if we're to believe and quote-unquote follow the science, that Y chromosome has been developed over thousands, some of you people will say billions of years. And it's made men into what they are. The bigger, stronger version. I'm sorry it's that way. I don't want it to be. I Hey, take it up with the maker. It's not me. I mean, this is the most true family guy moment I've ever seen in my entire life. A- and it's right here. God, this place officially sucks worse than the WNBA. And at the top of the second half, it's 16-9. to Easton leads the scoring with four. And that's why she commands $7,000 a year. These gals sure do make it look difficult. But is having this minor skill worth being so unattractive? That's for the fan to decide. Yay!
God, this place officially sucks worse than the WNBA. <laughs> I mean, that's the most true thing in the world. And do you know why Family Guy gets away with it? It's because they're animated. Uh, I have another reason why a man would not want to be a woman if he had to. Pee in their fucking cold. Amen to that. Uh, snow camp rolls over, sticks his dong out, pees me. I have to get on shoes, put out clothes, at least a jacket, get out in tent in 20-degree freezing weather. Why? Well, hey, just get that, uh, you know, you get that surgery done, get get the twig and berries attached to you, the fake twig and berries, that is. Now, now I, I do have a question here, and this is going to be a weird question. This is probably the strangest question I've ever asked. So, 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 whatever you're doing, just stop. Unless you're driving, keep keep driving. Um, when it when it when 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 a gal turns into a guy, okay, the the uh, the Elliot uh, Elliot Page thing, Elliot Page, can his balls itch? That's about the most legitimate question I've ever had. Like like Elliot Page gets the 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 wiener, the sausage, and the the beans. He's got the frank and beans. Now now look look here. Being a guy, being a guy, let me tell you something. Especially a fifty year old guy. Talcum powder is one of your best fucking friends. Cause it, it gets swampy down there now, but it's all natural. I don't know with all this added technology going on down there, and I'm not trying to make light of it. I'm trying to learn. I'm learning through asking really funny questions. Can a trans person's balls itch? You know what? Let's see something here. Let's see, contact number. No, no, I can't ask Caitlin because Caitlin had hers cut off. Caitlin's a woman now. All right, oh, here we go. Support line. All right. Star success. Eight six six four eight eight seven three eight six. Calling the uh, the resource center of the LGBTQIA community. We're glad you called Trevor Lifeline. Glad. If this is an emergency, please dial nine one one. You will be connected with a counselor as soon as possible. Oh, wait, I don't want this one. This is, well, that's Pride Institute. Pride Institute. I bet you that's the one to call. Okay. 800-547-7433. Because I got a question. I do have uh, this question. Thank you for calling Pride Institute. 
a center for excellence in providing residential and outpatient treatment for substance use to the LGBTQIA plus community. No. Oh. For admissions or information, press two. For outpatient admissions or information, press three. To dial your party by name, press four. No, that, that's for fe- people who have drug problems. Trans resource list. Here we go. Come on. Where, where's their phone number? I, I, I need their damn phone number. Uh-huh. River City. Oh, trans. Oh, wow. River City. No. They got phone number? Come on. Have a phone number. Oh, page not found. Sacramento area. Rainbow Kids. Phone number? Nope. Sorry. Come on. Ugh. Martin Health Services. Give me, come on, contact number. Come on. There it is. Fucking A. Let me see. Seven, four, one, five. There you go, San Francisco. Yeah, baby. Well, I'm going to piss this person off. Hopefully they're at work and some druggie didn't fucking stop them on the way in. Hello, and thank you for calling Lion Martin Community Health Services. Hola, gracias por llamar los servicios de salud comunitaria de Lion Martin. This is a bilingual message. Este es un mensaje bilingüe. You have reached us outside of our business hours. If this is a medical emergency, please hang up and dial 911 or go to an emergency department. Please call us back during our regular business hours. To hear our regular business hours, press 2. If you have an urgent medical issue that cannot wait until our next business day, please press 3 and you will be forwarded to our emergency after hours line. Please leave a voicemail there with your name, date of birth, reason for your call. Come on. Message. Hello, and thank you for calling. Oh, Christ's sake. This is not working out. This is not making me happy. I don't I, I don't need any of their support lines. No, I mean, I, yes, that's what I need. I need that contact number. Hold on a second. We're going to make this damn call. Uh, don't forget, uh, I, I love you at the end. Oh, no, I can't call that. They don't have a phone number. They ain't got no damn phone because they're regular for people like me. Support lines, help hotlines, National Help Center. All right, this is the last one I'm going to do, damn it. Because I, I, I feel like I'm almost defeated, and this question is too much fun. Um, all right, let's see. LBG National Help Center, 800-246-7743. Hi. Unfortunately, we are unable to receive calls Christ. from blocked phone numbers. Oh, well, Please hang up, unblock your phone, and call. No, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, I'll work on this. Uh, I'll get something to you in the next day or two on this one. I mean, uh, let, let's try one more. Oh, whoop, 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 whoop. Uh, star, oh, wait, wait, wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Uh, star six, seven. Uh, wait, I just saw one. Okay. Did I just call this one? Eight, four, three. Four, five, six, four. See if they say the same thing. 
Hi. Unfortunately, we are unable. That's the same number I called. All right. Well, we'll try it again. You know what? Fuck it. This is worth it for me. I'm sorry that I'm taking on this long, terrible ride. Uh, five, six, four. All right. Nope. Can't read that one. Uh, none in the alphabet community is awake. Hi. This Hi. is the Lesbian, Gay, Bisexual, and Transgender National Hotline. It's a real question. The program of the LGBT National Help Center. We're currently closed. Our hours are Mondays through Friday from 4 p.m. to midnight and Saturday from noon to 5 p.m. Eastern. 4 to midnight? Who works 4 to midnight? Oh, we're open from 4 to midnight. So, so look here. If y'all got any friends that are, are of the trans community, y'all need to ask that question. Can, can, can the trans dudes, do they, get, do they like get ball itch? Just wondering. None of the alphabet community is awake at this hour. They're usually up all night trying to get freaky off nasty apps. Don't forget the I love you at the end. Question, do trannies just hate to come? Because with no cock, you can't. I, I don't know. Um, <laughs> Caitlin has ghost ball itching. Maybe. Oh, that'd be the worst, wouldn't it? All right. Look, I promised I'd do this story. Um, I can, oh, by the way, uh, it was announced, I can do this real quick, because uh, it was announced, and I totally agree with this, this will be the last season of Cobra Kai. I think they've done a wonderful job with this series, uh, amazing job with this series, and uh, it's coming out later this year. Uh, can't wait for that. It ends, though. What's the deal with the uh, semen voice? It's what cringes a voice semen. Of course, they're closed today. They're mourning the Cowboys' loss. Now, that was good. I'll give you that one. That was, you know what? Good job. Good job on that. All right. All right. Final story of the show. Now, I don't know if y'all seen this TV show. I ain't never watched it. I've just seen the ads for it. Um, it, it it's a t- This girl has a reality show. And her name is Shauna Ray Lessig. She's 23 years old. Now, once again, she's 23 years old. But she's trapped in the bottle or in the body of an eight-year-old. But 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 she's 23. Like buying beer with this girl would be exceptionally fun. So um, she's had this show on, right? And she's been, like I said, I don't watch, but I may watch now because things have picked up on this show. She she recently uh, wanted to acquire a young fella, a young stallion, if you will. And she met a guy, 26-year-old Dan Swigart. Um, the parents of this man have sparked controversy after dating a young woman trapped in the body of an eight-year-old girl insists they're just friends. The Briton has been accused of being a creep and being attracted to a three-foot-ten tall girl because she looks like a kid. Uh, the parents who live in a small rural village in North Wales. I thought this girl was an American. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
She the show's called I'm Shauna Ray. It's a TV show. Okay, and I I seen pictures of her. Here y'all go. Now this girl's 23 years old. Now it, I don't know how long she's gonna be trapped in the body of an eight year old. I ain't no scientist. I ain't no doctor. She got a big old tattoo on her arm. What is that? Um, here's my question. Well, there's just a lot of questions of this because this is weird, man. Is a 26-year-old doing anything wrong? I mean, let, let, let's take the way we feel about all the bullshit laws that are in place about dating people that are 10 This is a three-year age difference, and she's 23. She's old enough to buy alcohol. Jen says so many questions. I mean, she's legal adult, but looks like a child. Does that make him a map? I'm, I, I'm being kind there and progressive. Yes, you are. That, you, you asked that perfectly. Yeah. Is the guy a pedo? I mean, like, like, this is so weird. This is the weirdest story I've ever seen. And I, you know what? You know who's... What if these two actually get along? And they have stuff, well, I don't know what he can have in common because her life has got to be fucking twisted as shit. But maybe they, they have a connection. Maybe there's a flicker of hope. And it's wrong because she's stuck in an eight-year-old girl's body? Uh, legally, no, but the optics look really bad. Technically, no, but still kind of fucked. Now, now let me ask you this. <laughs> Guys, ladies, please forgive me for asking this question. Guys, I, I'm going to win you back totally on my manhood here on this question that I'm about to ask. Since he's from Wales, does he's like, hey, uh, she's quite the spinner. Has he described her to his friends as quite the spinner? I mean, because she would be the definition of it. I'm just saying, she's 23. You can't get mad at me. <laughs> v. Coop says she's stuck in an eight-year-old body, and sometimes so is he. As a parent, I can say I am not mature enough to handle it. Raising a daughter to adulthood, same age as my son's now. And I can say if it were my daughter, a little bitch would not be dating. And not approvingly by me. Not unless she can find a man-child. Otherwise, I'm judging every single man who wants to date her. And that's, I've seen some clips from her show, and it looks like her parents are doing that. And look, her parents are just looking out for her best interest. You can't blame them. There are no fucking weirdos in our society that would do this. But what if this guy isn't a weirdo? I, I, I mean, <sighs> I don't care too much about what she looks like. What does she act like? Uh, I don't know 26-year-old man who would want to be with a woman who acts like a child. No, she doesn't. She acts, but the problem is, is that she looks and she sounds just like a little kid. 
I mean, this has got to be awful. I mean, except for the, the, the part where you don't have to worry about construct, you know, reconstruct the facial surgery because you're never aging. So Aunt Flo never comes to town, bonus. I don't know about that. Now, whoa, 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 whoa. See, straight fire? Straight fire, this is why I love you and you get a... Well, Lottie freaking die! What's the reaction? What's the reaction if, let's say, these two fall in love? And a little of the hoopty and a little of the doopty go together. And poof, baby's made. And they're walking around town holding hands, and she's got a big old bun in the oven. Boy, you want to talk about bad optics. You got a pregnant eight-year-old. <laughs> Mad had her. I'm going to read this. and It says, I can't get hard looking at a fat girl naked because I'm not attracted to fat girls. Same with kids. I'm not attracted to kids, so I can't make it work. Now, that 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 is a legitimate thing there. Um, she's not very fun at amusement parks. No, she would say, well, she's cheap. She's cheap everywhere you go. You always get the kids' tickets everywhere with her. How has Chris Hansen not hired her to continue to catch a predator? What are you doing here? If I were that lady, I'd go to elementary school and pick a random teacher to cuss out. Just imagine the pranks this couple can play like pretend kidnappings. I'm calling the Guinness Book of World Records. I mean, that would, uh, I'm just telling you. You see this girl walking around pregnant? Say, little girl, are you pregnant? Why, yes. Who, 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 who got you pregnant, girl? Oh, he did. That motherfucker gonna get a beat down. He shows up in the hood with a pregnant t- kid like that? I mean, she's not a kid. And I don't want to put her that, like... This is the, uh... This is the shit part, I guess. Because they're writing about this, because she has a TV show... And this wouldn't this this would have still been a thing even if she didn't have a TV show. This girl's never really going to get to experience that 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 connection, because somewhere in the back of her mind, due to her parents maybe, and this article in society itself. In the back of her mind, she'll never be able to answer the question, is he with me or is he with me because I look like a kid? Maybe she never had that question in her head before all this started. But isn't she allowed happiness? On the bright side, her tiny hands make it look huge. (laughs) Man, oh, man. I'm going to say it. You think this guy, he yells out, man, I know what it feels like to be a black guy now. (laughs) Googling, she went through puberty. She got brain cancer, governor, her uh, dwarfism. So she should date midgets, as I said, problem solved. Okay, they're okay. But what if she's not attracted to midgets or little people or dwarfs? Because, I mean, mean, they're kind of... 
like I look at her and and she looks like a, 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 a she doesn't look like she has like the 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 I don't know she doesn't have the midget look you know the the, the stumpiness she ain't got like the stumpy fingers little sausage fingers little you know what I'm talking about I'm trying not to be mean here and you know what sucks me trying not to be mean is probably the meanest thing that I could do. So let me just speak the way Arnie would speak. She ain't got the fucking midget hands. She ain't got the little arms. Now, she got big old bug eyes. I will say that about this girl. She got big old bug eyes. Arnie, hire her for ABC. Oh. She, oh, man, that girl could be my secret weapon. See, because hitting a girl bully, I, I haven't thought about that yet. I'm not. If I got her on my side, I'm taking her with me everywhere I go. Whoop that kid's ass. <laughs> she would get to be the serious fucking midget ever. She's winning the midget world like at 10. If she's ever decided to enter a world of porn, those producers would be in a total bidding war. She, she, would, be, she, would, be, she would defeat Jenna Jameson. If she decided, I'm just telling you that right now. And yes, it's disgusting, it's sickening, and it's perverted. And I, before anybody wants to ask, no comment. I am not answering that question. And you know the you know the question I was fixing to ask. By the way, playoffs this weekend. Since the Cowboys decided to shit the bed and fuck me over, um, Joe Lake Tahoe Joe was the big winner this weekend. Joe went two and two. Your boy went one and three. Series uh, for the for the year. Uh, Joe is one thirty six and one fifteen. I'm one fifty two and ninety nine. I'm trying to keep it under a hundred losses. Joe will be here on Thursday. We will talk about more sports then. Uh, tomorrow we have listener mail. So uh, if you have any listener mail to send in, please send it in. Check out the Mikey podcast. Check out the movie review. It's up on uh, social media. Uh, please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. So until tomorrow, as family, y'all have a fantastic day and uh, adios to everybody. Warbird, here's your song. I felt the rush of the Rio Grande into Yellowstone And I've seen firsthand Niagara Falls And the lights of Vegas Crisscrossed down to keep his game And shot town via Bangor, Maine Think I've seen it all and all I can say is How about them cowgirls? Boys, ain't they something? Sure are some proud girls And you can't tell them nothing And I tell you right now Girls, may just be seven wonders of this being How about them cowgirls? I 
ocean steamboat springs Bailing hay outside Adeline She's trying hard To fit in in some city But her home is neat That big blue sky And the northern plains And those other wide Open spaces Nowadays there ain't as many But how about them cowgirls? Boys, ain't they something? Sure are some proud girls And you can't tell them nothing I tell you right now, girls May just be seven wonders of this big her to be herself And she'll never change Don't know how to hide Her stubborn will Or her fighting side But you treat her right And she'll love you like No one else Yeah, how about them cowgirls Boys, ain't they something Sure are some proud girls But you can't be the loving And I tell you right now, girls May just be seven wonders of this big Old round world But how about them cowgirls How about them, boys? You've got to beat the man, pal. I coined the phrase, I am the man. Woo! Diamonds are forever. And so is the Arnie State Show. Woo! You've been listening to the Arnie State Show at ArnieRadio.com. Stop it, stop it, stop, 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 stop talking. Um, I, I did just want to take a moment to thank everybody. Goodbye now. I am going Goodbye. He's done. That's what's happened. It's over. He's finished. Law enforcement is outside waiting to arrest him.